Okay, excellent. Yeah, generally, just because we go long, it's probably good to, like, you know, loosen up. Yeah. <laughs> Grip it and a rip little it. too long. Let's go. <laughs> I, don't about, I don't know about you. Yeah. I've had quite the Saturday so far. Uh, yeah, I, I had a Saturday. It was all editing anamorphing time with Nate and Tyler. Hey, that's the name of the show. That's it's us. True. Hey, we're doing we're doing a recording right now. We're doing it. God, this sounds so fake and stupid. I mean, it's all real. I just sound fake and stupid as a person. <laughs> now hold on. Ah, oh. that's that's right. We have our we have our uh, axe themed beverage today. It's a white claw and the light claw and the light claw. Yeah. Look, if we were good podcasters or thoughtful and not just throwing this together, yeah, we would have made a cinnamon themed drink, like a jet pilot, like, you know, a jet pilot? Yeah, a tiki drink. What's a jet pilot? Cinnamon, uh fire rum, I don't remember. Let's look it up. Whoa, there's a guest. Oh, yeah, we got one of those. Oh. So hey. today <laughs> Don't <laughs> say into- don't say anything yet. We haven't introduced you. <laughs> don't you're quiet. <laughs> quiet over there. We're never going to get guests again. <laughs> I know. I'm going to ensure that. I want it to be the best friend cast with for best friends. So today we have with us, we have a lifelong Animorphs fan, mm-hmm. a book collector, not just one book. Bibliophile, one might say. I don't. What's What's that mean? Uh, a Biblio fi- means book. File yeah. is file. Exactly. <laughs> Got it. Uh Former radio personality and current something sci-fi convention host. <laughs> I totally forgot. I you, can't you, read you, my handwriting. You bumbled but it. Floyd, Floyd's here with us. You know her from Twitter. She's great. Does good posts. Uh, well, extremely on. Extremely online. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Animorphin Time, Floyd. Give us your story. What's who? What who? What you? What do you? What do you do? Um, me, Floyd. Hello. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah as you said extremely online uh which is how i uh ended up sliding into your dms and uh demanding to be allowed on the podcast so i'm i'm glad that panned out um i am the um director of marketing for halcon which is the sci-fi and fantasy convention here in halifax nova scotia uh and i really love animorphs like a lot it's it's kind of gross yeah, tell us, tell us, tell us your history with Animorphs. <laughs> I first uh, started reading Animorphs. I, I'm one of the people who started from the beginning, which I've come to understand is fairly rare, actually. Um, yeah, I'm right there with you. Yep, I saw the invasion at the Scholastic Book Fair in my elementary school library, and I thought Scholastic. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to make it cool. <laughs> they, they, they were fun. Like you didn't have to. You don't have to pop up at the Scholastic Book Fair. I enjoyed them. <laughs> Oh, well, we got Nate's seal of approval for Scholastic. Let's take that to the press. Please, sorry, Floyd. I'm so sorry. I wish that you could bottle the scent of the Scholastic Book Fair and I could just wear it. You know Ooh. what I mean? Can I you, do know what can you, you mean. Can you smell it? I can smell it right I can. now. Can you smell it? Like Yes, like the metal like risers that would split open. They kept books in. Uh-huh. The smell of like wood pulp and sweaty children. Yeah, fresh pages. Oh. <laughs> Not yeah, I was so leaning fresh more kids. like new book smell. <laughs> I mean, like, but like that chemically book smell, you know, like you can really mm. smell the cover of a scholastic book fair book. Yeah. <laughs> the glue that hits just right when you crack the spine. Mm. <laughs> Baby. 
Well, that's so, that's where I got my first one, and then I I kind of ripped through them as soon as they came out. Um, and I I got off track a bit around the forties. Um, I don't know, maybe I something to do with puberty. Maybe I went to college. I don't remember. I was a long time ago, but I got. I up. I did a lot of drugs <laughs> as a teen too. Wait, so yeah, <laughs> what's that gap? What's the gap between number one and number forty? Like how chronologically? Like five years not that long no that, yeah. it was not that long it ran from like 97 to 2001 okay yeah yeah but a lot May can happen in puberty <laughs> well, and also, like, that's a lot of books in a year <laughs> i was i was a fast reader but uh and i would reread them a lot um so yeah I, I i got through and i haven't read the later ones as much as i've read the earlier ones just because they came out later uh i got a job at some point um but uh I, and I read a lot of them throughout my childhood and i used to pretend to be an anamorph with my best friend when i was little oh yeah i had a group of friends yeah. and we would all we all had our roles <laughs> like the neighborhood dog willie that was our tobias i was the marco <laughs> because i wasn't attractive and i was the funny one and my friend ian was the jake we didn't really i mean we lived in oregon and there's not really any people of color here so we didn't really have a cassie that's so fine. Yeah. I also grew up in a small town. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. So you're in Nova Scotia. I am in Nova Scotia. Currently, what? I think the safest place in the world to be in. <laughs> Not to rub it in your face or anything. No, you don't have to. Uh, everywhere we go, it's rubbed in our face. <laughs> I mean, we did earn it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. We created the hell we live in. I, for one, love it. It's just rolling in it, huh? It's great. You look stuff. happy. You do. <laughs> you can tell. You can. <laughs> you can tell. I look so happy. Oh, I, I and I understand that you guys record these in advance. This is going to be in the can for a bit, so um, I'm going to say two things, and you can just edit out one of them depending on you know when this airs. So <laughs> it's either, so nice of you, you know, to think we edit. I mean, I, we either. <laughs> yeah, you don't edit. <laughs> <laughs> Either, you know, my heartiest congratulations on the outcome of your election or my sincerest condolences. Pick one. Huh. Toss it in at the end. <laughs> I think they're both condolences, but one of them's a smiling <laughs> condolence. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're different Hallmark cards yeah. for the same event. <laughs> one of them is, I get to live a little longer. Yay? <laughs> Question mark? <laughs> Yeah, uh, but uh, you know we already voted though, so we did l- vote. Luckily here in Oregon, we can just kind of. Oh fuck! This is going to come out after the election, isn't it? Yeah, it is. That's, oh my! That w- that was the the hey, crux should... of the entire sentence I just said yeah. a few minutes oh, ago. Oh fuck! You put it together before I did, <laughs> Floyd. You want to know who I voted for? Yeah, I voted for Catherine Applegate and Michael Grant. <laughs> I wrote them in. <laughs> He took a picture of it. He's like, Nate, should I send this to Michael Grant? I'm like, probably not. Yeah. Michael Grant follows me on Twitter, and sometimes he posts the most inane bullshit, and I want to yell at him, where he's like, oh, I don't think Bernie Sanders should be labor secretary, but he has some good ideas. I was an ass hair away from posting a picture of my vote saying, I regret my vote. <laughs> you you should have followed up with like you clawing at the mailbox like, I want it back. <laughs> I'm not voting for you anymore. So yeah, I actively am helping to destroy America. And and Michael All Grant, right. uh, I feel. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Ha- have you Our- I'm really, I'm surprised you did not make that tweet because I have seen your tweets. Oh God. <laughs> I It's... 
coming closer every day <laughs> to just snapping. Yeah. <laughs> I thought this was the like love circle for Kathy Apples and not the let's let's hate on them. Group. No, I love Kathy Apples. Kathy okay, Apples okay. is a gem. Well, All she posts is animal stuff. Yeah. And that's great. <laughs> She's and, like that um that British guy who runs a farm. <laughs> And only post like pi- like videos of like all the animals coming out. Like hooray! Oh, here comes C C C How are you? We're good. We're good. It's gonna be hot. Hello, Owen. Here comes the noisy geese and Kenny. It's gonna be a very hot day here in England and Dubai. Hello, Kenny. Oh yeah, but <laughs> it's all positive. I from, from have our this account. fear that about that guy. The guy who has all the big vegetables, right? Yeah, Sorry, right. Floyd, we know you're extremely online, so you probably know who we're talking about. The giant vegetables yeah, guy. The yeah, the big vegetable guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm right there I, with you. I am sure he's a remainer. Like, <laughs> I look at that old white guy, and oh. I, he, you don't ask him about anything other than vegetables, because I'm sure it's absolute trash. Uh, the vegetables? No, like, if you ask him what he thinks about immigration, I'm sure oh, okay. you'll end up crying. <laughs> I see. So, like, yeah, okay. He's growing the big vegetables because he knows he'll need it for Brexit. Yes. <laughs> okay. Speaking of immigration, let's talk about our favorite alien who came to Earth. Our, our, our favorite <laughs> immigrant. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, today we're talking about our man, Axe. Uh, Tyler, uh, say his whole name. Axemili Escorath Isthil. Okay, and mm-hmm. Elfengor's full name. Elfing, Prince Elfinger, Shamtool. Serenial Shamtool. Shamtool. Yeah, Floyd, you should host this podcast. I mean, that was good. The pronunciation is all wrong, but. <laughs> I don't remember a single Andalite name from this book other than Axe. Oh, Galoot. There was <laughs> Prince Galoot. I mean, well, yeah, for all the Andalite names that aren't Axe or Elfangor, I just like call them like, uh, oh, it's the, the Dickhead XO. Or oh, it's Chill Captain, <laughs> you know, because like they they just need nicknames. Otherwise, it's, it's hard. It's a hard naming convention, and that's fine. That's why we love these books. They're inaccessible and weird. Yep, and this is a, a definitely a weird book. <laughs> it's alien heavy. Yeah, we're talking about Animorphs number eighteen, The Decision. Tagline: Change a little, change a lot, just change. And this entire book is sandwiched between two cinnamon buns, which is very on brand for Axe. It begins and it ends with Axe eating a cinnamon bun. It's really beautiful. I mean, the best stories are circles like that. So (laughs) I just want to know if y'all caught this. But um, the first book, when Axe gains his addiction to cinnamon buns, it was Cinnabon. It was the branded title Cinnabon. Yeah. New Cinnabon Mini Bon Rolls, baked fresh daily, filled with the world's best cinnamon and covered in rich, creamy frosting. New Cinnabon Mini Bon Rolls. Isn't it uh, that in this? No, it's Cinnamon Bon in the PDF version. I don't know if that's the case in the book. Uh, in my book, it was still Cinnabon. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, the Cinnabon lawyers, they were like, listen, this is poorly representing our brand when a child <laughs> almost dies on them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but before we get into Axe's uh, near-death experience, uh, I think we need to talk about the cover. It is the weirdest cover yet. <laughs> oh, for sure. Because, like, well, I think it's just because you're morphing from one CG gagu into another CG, like, thing. Well, mosquito. It's a mosquito. But it's, yeah, it's digital. So, Floyd, what did, what did you think? What's your take on the cover of this book? It's deeply upsetting. The- <laughs> cool. <laughs> Yeah. You the, can't uh, see it, listeners, but she is horrified and crying. I'm I'm terrified. So the the second morph 
incarnation. Kind of looks like the little dragon guy from Mulan, I think. <laughs> Who am I? Who am I? I am the guardian of lost souls. Yeah, all yeah, right. I see that. <laughs> Just a oh, little bit. I got to start reading Axe one... as Eddie Murphy. Do not. <laughs> <laughs> the first the one? Like, what? What is happening with his face? He's growing a tongue for cinnamon buns. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> It's it's got it's it's deeply unsettling the blood sucking tube coming from Axe's face that looks like a tongue and he's got these sallow like I've been on heroin for months kind of eyes and he's sticking yeah. his tongue out it's who Ty when, when you posted that picture of that second frame of Axe morphine I thought you edited it <laughs> <laughs> I thought you're like oh you made him all cracked out on purpose no <laughs> no no he's just he just well. Like, the canonical axe on these covers looks like garbage. I love David Mattingly. He is a friend of the podcast. All his covers are amazing. Yep. I don't know what's going on with Axe's face. It looks wrong. What can you do to it? What What can you... What, what do you do? It's the, I think it's the nose. It looks like someone stepped on a vagina with a soccer cleat. Yeah. <laughs> you know. God. That was what I was trying to verbalize, and yeah, that's exactly it. Like, what's the deal with the slit in the middle? Like, is it... It it's a nose, right? Like it takes in smells. It's a nose, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, it's it's definitely a cleat pussy. Yeah. Right. I'm just gonna <laughs> leave it there. I don't think I can improve on that. <laughs> it describes what what it is. I don't yeah. know if you guys have the word pussy in Nova Scotia, but that's what we, we say do, down yeah. here in America. I have heard it before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this book, damn, you open it up. There's a mosquito on a hand. You can kind of see the hospital band. Nice little detail. Yeah, I'm almost certain that's David Mattingly's hand. Oh, probably. Well, oh, no, it has to be. It has to be. He's not that old. This is an old hand. That's no, not. That's not an old hand. Is we, it? How many old hands do you see? <laughs> I see a lot. Honestly, like not it's enough. Hairy. I guess. <laughs> hey, listeners, remember that Mitch McConnell hand thing from like two months ago? <laughs> hands, right? Old people's hands. <laughs> that's all I got for anybody. Got any old people's hands material? They got skin like paper, just tears. Yeah. Just tears. Have you ever looked at the cutout of the mosquito body from the inside before? Because I am doing that now for the first time. Oh, that's... Yeah, it's gigantic. <laughs> the perspective that's... is all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like I mean the hole. Have you oh, looked at the hole? Like, look at that. Look at that hole. Look yeah, that's that a dick. Hole. Talking that holes was... with Floyd. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Listeners, that is, that is a penis. <laughs> That's a penis. That is a very phallic mosquito. It really is. Yeah. And it's got those pleasing ridges. (laughs) But you know, like... Axe is ribbed for your pleasure. (laughs) Much like a penis, uh, the tagline for this book is, change a little, change a lot, just change. (laughs) Just change. (laughs) I love it when my penis changes. Just change. (laughs) Watch it change a little. (laughs) Uh, So... How how does this book start? Uh, the foreshadowing acts is like you're about to hear the story of the the war of the Ascalon and betrayal. Oh yeah, that's right. It starts like super dramatically, and I was it like, does. "Oh shit's gonna go down." Uh, spoiler: It kind of does, but not really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Axe is talking <laughs> about how they're going to rewrite the the understanding of Z space because something world shaking happens. 
I guess. <laughs> and then it cuts to probably my favorite scene in the book where he's like, let me trade for money so I can buy cinnamon buns. I, I love Axe. Anytime he's in human form, it's immediately more interesting because Kathy Apples is writing in a voice that's different than her voice. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Anytime, like, one of Axe's best lines, I'm really good at passing for human. <laughs> I fucking love that about him. He thinks he's so good at it. He doesn't pay attention to what other people are saying. He just is singularly minded, and I love that about him. He's young, dumb, and full of bun. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hate it. I, I hate that. That's the reaction I was hoping but for. Like, Thank you. Not yet, though. He's not full of bun yet. <laughs> He's getting there. He has not shot his bun load yet. He's he's he had, working towards it. He he's begging. Baked, he hasn't baked his loaf. He's, God. He, he needs to get a job first. Right? <laughs> yeah, Axe is trying to get a job. What's, what's that? I need to read the actual line. Where is it? Well, I mean, uh, it's, it's the Simpsons line. You idiot, money can be exchanged for goods and services. <laughs> like, it must be nice to be an Andalite where you can just trade doing work for stuff. I wish to perform labor, 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 and to have to give you me money. Then I wish to use that money to acquire delicious cinnamon buns. Uh, buns. Now do it like Eddie Murphy. (laughs) 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 Can anyone do Eddie Murphy? I cannot. No, I'm sorry. Uh, I can attempt it. But this podcast will get canceled. I'm just not much of a singer, <laughs> so I can't really do Eddie Murphy. Oh, my God. <laughs> you need to see more than Dreamgirls. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that bit has not gotten old. I really thought it would at this point. Like, I thought it would be like that, that kid joke that just gets hammered in the grounds because kids... The Bunza? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, not just the Bunza, but, like, him just eating everything and, like, has a craving for the cinnamon Bunza. And cigarette butts. He's like, I love cigarette butts too. But humans, they're not crazy about eating cigarettes. I remember reading this book as a kid and actually feeling really sad for Axe in the scene where he starts just mowing down everything at every table he can find. It actually made me really sad. Why do you think that is? I felt bad for the hungry boy. And honestly, so does the manager. They're like, all right, yeah, we can tell you're a hungry kid. Just go clean some stuff and I'll give you some free shit. Have either of you ever been so poor that someone takes pity on you like that? Uh, No, not yet. (laughs) (laughs) I remember remember living in a warehouse as a child and... There was a time when I was just hungry, so I would wander over to the office of the warehouse because my parents couldn't afford to send me to school. And I'd go in there and be like, hi, do you need help doing anything? Because I was bored. I was a happy little kid who was super poor. And the woman who ran the office was like, no, but here, I brought you some chips. Here, go watch some TV and eat some chips. And I remember them just sitting me in front of the TV giving me chips. And I now look at that. like That's how these people working at Cinnabon were looking at Axe. Mm-hmm. They were trying to help this poor little hungry guy. <laughs> yeah, but they didn't know how hungry he was. <laughs> yeah. this, this is where Charity really bites them in the ass because Axe is just going from table to table eating. He steals other people's cinnamon buns. Delicious cheese triangles. Yes, the cheese triangles. He doesn't really care for ketchup. I liked that little detail. I mean, mm-hmm. same. I know that uh, Canadians love ketchup. Is this true? Uh 
I don't know that that's true. My my three year old loves ketchup, but that's one of many Canadians. So. You we made it through labor talk without you mentioning you've ever been in labor. That is restraint. <laughs> a different kind and nobody gave me a single cinnamon bun the whole time <laughs> no i want to trade this labor for cinnamon bun ma'am take your baby <laughs> yeah you're not allowed to trade them for anything in there <laughs> the only thing you trade babies for i guess is stretch marks mm, I'll, I'll i'll refrain from commenting on that one <laughs> that's fair <laughs> <laughs> so well, I mean, Axe gets some stretch marks here because wh- wh- here's he gets what happens. Some stretch marks, yeah. The the manager like he goes over like scarfs down some poor fools like cinnamon buns, eats those. The manager comes over like says we're sorry, uh, takes Axe in the back and like listen, you you poor hungry confused simple child. <laughs> yeah, uh, we will give you this uh, one cinnamon bun. And then he just like he he gets the the cinnamon madness and just like eats an entire tray. I've had cinnamon madness. Yeah, yeah, and like. The next chapter is Marco's like, I saw a whole bunch of ambulances. <laughs> yeah. They were carting out acts. It was a scene. <laughs> this raises the question that I've had for a long time, which is when you morph, do the contents of your stomach come with you? Could yeah. you morph out of this and no longer have to get a stomach pump? Because if you think about it, like if they're morphing to mosquitoes and they just had a hamburger, where's that going to go? Ooh, probably Z-Space. Probably you think if face. Rod Stewart was an anamorph that he wouldn't have to get a stomach pump from drinking a gallon of cum? <laughs> it would just go to Z-Space if he morphed? <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. What stomach yeah. pump thing? Oh, she won't go on tour with me now. Right. Yeah, what stomach pump? No, um, there was a publicist of mine that, that was gay and I had, to sh- I had to fire him. He was getting really mean and he spread this rumor that I was by about 12 sailors and I had to be taken to San Francisco hospital and had me tummy pumped take that, out all the semen out. So that came... Oh 12? God. That's Twelve. all. That's, that's a lot a, of old... That's a lot of... No. <laughs> it's Rod Stewart, right? Wait, Rod Stewart uh, drank a gallon of cum? That's the old, like, <laughs> urban legends. Like, oh, he got, he got his stomach pumped because he drank a gallon of cum. Was that Rod so I Stewart? Think, I don't know. I don't <laughs> You're know. the one with the story. <laughs> I should really do research. I know, <laughs> like if Richard Gear morphed, would the gerbil in his ass go to Z space, or where would that oh, go? But most definitely. <laughs> See, we'll get we'll get to the Z space. There's conversations about Z space, but uh, even then, I mean, Axe is a big boy. I think he could handle a whole tray of like Cinnabons. I I think as adults we could handle a whole tray, but this is like a 13 year old. Wait. Are you saying you can handle a whole tray of Cinnabon? I think I could do it. and if That's alarming. Yeah, Floyd, how many Cinnabons do you think you could sit down and eat? Me? Yeah, not, as, not, as like a challenge, not as like for fun. <laughs> not even one. I could do a uh, How many? Do, I, could, I could do three of like the, the, the mall Cinnabons. Oh, Jesus. But that, that, is, that is like to the point where like, uh, yeah, I'm actually probably going to the hospital at that point. <laughs> for multiple reasons. This thing the size reasons. of my head. I'd probably steal my mom's insulin and take a bunch of that beforehand because one, my blood sugar would be through the roof. Yeah, and two, no, I yeah. hope she dies. Yeah, that would that would do both things. <laughs> I think my mom got COVID. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> I don't mean it. Wow, it really it really hits different when I'm hearing you work out all your trauma in real life versus just like on the podcast later. Oh, I've already worked through it. This is just for fun. <laughs> Yeah, he's stress trauming. It's, you know, it's a, yeah. All my trauma now is around, you know, I won't, I can't bring it up. 
See, all my trauma is now trauma. Uh, I've been watching a lot of trauma movies. God damn it. Hey, trauma guys and gals. How often has this happened to you? You finish watching one of our fine feature films, like maybe The Toxic Avenger. Or is it the class of Newcomb High? And you're wondering, how did they do that? Is this going to be the pun podcast? Uh, probably. <laughs> All right. I'll just <laughs> lean into it. All right. Okay. Um, you didn't answer the question. How many what? Cinnabons are you? Oh, me? Uh, would you down? Like if it were a challenge? Yeah, mall Cinnabons. Like the size of, like the dinner plate size ones. You know what I'm talking about. I could probably do four. That's Jesus. a lot. I don't... Tyler, that is like you saying you can eat 50 eggs. I can eat 50 eggs. Nobody can eat 50 eggs. Do you have 50 eggs? That's a very different thing. <laughs> I, I th- well, they're both like... I think they both like... I don't you know, know. When you chew them, they, they kind of turn into the same mass. You can really like grind down. I don't know. I haven't had a Cinnabon in probably a decade. They're gigantic. They're, they're real big. Are they really that big? We should get some Cinnabons is what I'm kind of hearing. Are they are they even still around in this no, new hell world we live in? No, they're all gone. <laughs> <laughs> we only get the Swedish uh, alternative of uh, carbon bonds. That's what they have for cinnamon. <laughs> it's it's cardamom, okay. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I, I don't know where this is going. No. <laughs> oh, man. But I know where Axe is going to the hospital. <laughs> yeah, Axe. Yeah. Axe. Axe gets his stomach pumped, Rod Stewart style. Yeah. Milky white cream pumped right out of his stomach. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry, Floyd. I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. It's all right. uh, I'm not at all nauseated. I'm a little bit. (laughs) Good. So Marco's recounting this to the group. Uh Uh-huh. And they're waiting for their old pal, Eric King. Yeah, Eric Kingsman's back. I, I thought he'd actually just be a one-off character. <laughs> Turns out, no, he's going to show up in every other book. Yeah, he's going to show up and be their Zordon. It's like, here's your next mission. Cool, thanks, dog robot. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, I don't know, this part of the book was not that much fun. Um, I mean, yeah, there were some, some cool parts. Uh, I enjoyed the huddle. part, of the, the little bet they had. They had like a little side hustle, uh, Eric King and um, Jake, about whether or not uh, Tobias could notice the other uh, uh-huh. Pemelites. No. No. Chi. Chi. Or I was confused. Che, as someone corrected me online. Uh, how, how would you pronounce it? It is not Che. Yeah. According to the Animorphs, like whatever word compendium thing, it's pronounced Che, but I'll never say that. I will never call them that. They're the Chi. I, mean, I reject Che. They're both revolutionaries, one might say. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so I'm just saying, like, maybe it is Che. <laughs> El Che. <laughs> I, I also, I have a problem with uh, one of the um, the earlier lines. Go when on. Rachel When Rachel says that she's mad because she's missing sales at Express and Old Navy. Oof. Rachel would never shop at Old Navy. No. She shops at Banana Republic. Is Old Navy like mom fashion? Like your mom's buying you clothes. She goes to Old Navy. It's I just don't know. Like, it... It's really, it's like disposable. And it's owned yeah. by the same, the same company. The same company owns Old Navy. And then it's like the gap is the mid tier. And then Banana Republic would be the, the top tier of those three that are all owned by the same company. There is no way she might deign to go into the gap and really slum it. She would never go to Old Navy. See, this is not something I would have understand. I'm glad you're here to explain this to us. <laughs> I'm, I'm so lost now, too, because like what, where do like fashionable teenagers shop now? Like there are no more malls. 
Like, do they go to like Etsy or whatever? <laughs> Etsy? I have no you think idea. people go to Etsy? <laughs> yeah, I think that's what's left, right? Like, they're they're not like going on Amazon. I am no. neither fashionable nor a teenager, so I'm afraid I can't help you. Uh, find us a fashionable teenager. We can't because yeah. that would look bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> People that it's... look like us have no reason to talk yeah. to teenagers. Right. So if you could do us a favor, track down a fashionable teenager. Oh, ask shit. them what they're doing clothes-wise. <laughs> <laughs> or, or rather, if you're a fashionable teenager, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I guess contact us. Yeah, hey, slide I... into the DM. No, do it. Just nope. at us. Nope. Don't come into my DMs. Yeah, make Publicly. it public so that we're safe. <laughs> Publicly communicate with us. <laughs> Meet us Entirely in a public location. Tell yeah. us about fashion. <laughs> yeah, I'll be in a mask, and I want to hear about what you're wearing. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oof. <laughs> so, Eric King uh, is there. <laughs> no, I, I want to talk about the side hustle, because like okay, I yeah. thought it was yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was. It was a nice little detail. Yeah, because like, it, it shows, like, so Jake has, you know, confidence in Tobias. Like, yeah, now he knows these, like, uh, foreign, like, I was about to say foreign chi. That sounded wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, these, like, you know, these scrub chi, like, they don't know, like, the woods that Tobias knows. Right. So, like, Tobias can totally get it. And he does. Because he's a badass. Like, no, that willow, that wasn't there. That other rock, that wasn't there. Two are holograms. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> get out of here with your dog row out bullshit. And it's. It shows the fallibility of the chi and how badass Tobias is. Like, Tobias is the brain. He knows everything. He knows everything. He knows every blade of grass. The alien races in the series are way too smug about their technology. Oh, hell yeah. And then they get defeated by good old-fashioned human ingenuity. Like or whatever it is, human pride. (laughs) Yeah, that that's like one of the the themes of this book, right? Is like if you rely too much on your technology and your confidence in your 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 technology and knowledge uh it will bite you in the ass because turns out people are m- more complex yeah well, that's animorphs number 18 <laughs> the end solved it we did it and hu- uh, humans have cool weapons like minivans that can hit people uh true <laughs> yeah you have, you can ask stephen king about that yeah. shit <laughs> Well, well, let's get to it, because we're coming right up on that, right? Yeah, Eric's like, hey, um, the second-in-command of the Secret Service, fucking... What's his name? Like, Groiper uh, Aldershot Third or something? Yeah, it's a dumb name. It's Hewlett Packard yeah, yeah, Aldershot. Hewlett Packard the Third. God, Bill the third. Finestre. Like, these <laughs> names have gotten so bad. I hate all of them. It's, yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Just name a person like Floyd. Or, or Jake. Wait, no, we have a Jake. <laughs> no, we have a Floyd. <laughs> <laughs> Floyd's a good name. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> what is his fucking name? Uh, it's Hewlett Aldershot the Third. Okay, I knew Aldershot. <laughs> Hewlett Aldershot the Third, second in command of the Secret Service. Man, and Marco D- being like the 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 key bully that he is, he knows that that name is like prime bully material. <laughs> Yeah, he's really good at keying in on stupid stuff. Yep. That's his that's <laughs> his Except wheelhouse. the one time the one time he got a stupid haircut and thought it was good though. <laughs> Look, we've all he's, done that. Uh, he's I got had, some blind spots. I mean, I had a bowl cut for a long time. I oh, gave same. myself a ha- haircut like a couple months ago and was not able to reach the back. So <laughs> oh, no. I know how, I know how it goes for Marco. I did not think it was cool though, so that's that's the thing. Nothing about Nate has ever reached the back. You know what I'm saying, Floyd? <laughs> Wink. I, I don't even know what you're saying. You got a little penis. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> Change a little. 
So the the plan, the, as Eric Chi said, hey, your vice principal ran over a secret serviceman. You want to do something about that? And they're like, yeah, sure. Yeah, we should well, check, I, we should check I, that out. We got to do something about that. So they, they, they go into seagull mode and, and just like chill out in front of this hospital, keeping an eye out. Floyd, in the pantheon of Animorphs plans and yes. and capers, what do you think yeah. of we got to know what the Secret Service is up to? What, where where do you place that? Is that a good plan, bad plan, indifferent plan? Like They've tried they've tried to lure a Visser 3 into a trap more than once. And Visser 3 is way scarier than the Secret Service. The mm-hmm. Secret Service can't do shit. We know that. Visser 3 in this book is amazing. I love what he does in this next series of events. It's yeah, because it's very he, good. Because here's what happens: they're they're you know kind of scoping out this guy's hospital room. He's like you know unconscious. In comes our boy, our boy, the baddest ass who's ever been born. The forces were the I don't know. only character in this book who exudes an evil energy, no matter what form he's in. Yeah. Visser 3 just oh. busts in his hospital. He's like, what are you idiots doing? This man is not cured immediately. <laughs> <laughs> and like, he was hit by a van. <laughs> Humans so, don't bounce back like that. <laughs> I And here's the thing. I've met doctors who have said pretty much the same thing when they come in on comatose patients, where it's like, why isn't this man better? And it's like, well, his brain's destroyed. Uh, yeah, and so... <laughs> and like... It's Axe it. who, Marco and Cassie, yeah. watching as seagulls, and Axe is like, hey, wait a second. One of his eyes is pointed at me. Yeah, he just looks right at those seagulls outside the window, probably like miles away. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when Visitor 3 does like the coolest shit in the world. He walks behind a wall out it, of sight. It, <laughs> I fucking love that, where he's just, these little motherfuckers, I know exactly what they're doing. Yeah, uh, and well, <laughs> they have an idea, and so Jake's like, "Let's take this slow. <laughs> yeah, let's just pretend to be seagulls and see what happens." Floyd, what and do you if th- they can hear him in seagull, they can hear Visser three while they're in seagull morph. So I am assuming that that anybody in the hospital can hear him. He's <laughs> screaming in unguarded thought speak. Like, yeah. there's no way that non controllers did not hear this shit. Oh, yeah. Like- Which later when Axe walks by and people don't even care, it's like, oh, this is the hospital where we get psychic nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. It happens all the time. <laughs> it's just that haunted hospital from a Stephen King book. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah... But I was about to ask you, Floyd, like, how do you feel about Jake's reaction here? Which, to, to Visser 3? Yeah, to like, screaming? okay, Visser 3 kind of knows what we're doing, so... Like, his his strategy is take it slow. What would you uh, do? Yes. Yes. He says that they should continue to act like regular-ass seagulls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, they should know better by now. Yeah, uh, he Visser kill- 3 does not just waltz out of the frame for no reason <laughs> no if visor three does anything slightly dramatic you get the fuck out of there <laughs> no you bone yeah. out yeah just like just fly away seagulls yeah. can do that a <laughs> seagulls can just bone out and also visor three is not looking at them right now <laughs> yeah. so they can just, right. they can do whatever 
But no, I'm really confused about how long it takes to morph because we we hear a bunch of times that it's like two minutes to morph, but it seems that he does it pretty quickly in this case. Like yeah, Jake it, only has a chance to say a couple of things. It's when the plot needs it to happen. I think it's how angry Visser Three is. See, <laughs> like I've, if he's real mad, he it just happened right then. <laughs> I've thought about this too, especially with Visser Three. And tell me what you guys think of this. So Visser Three is in control of the Andalite body. Yes. In theory, the Andalite body will get tired of morphing, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I just imagine Visser 3 is pushing all the physiological limits, and it's just pure pain and torture on this body, but he doesn't care because he doesn't feel it. Not That's bo- why I think Visser 3 morphs fast. Because he can that just could be it. he can push all that shit to make it happen real fast. Does that does that apply though to the speed of the morph or just how often you can morph back to back? Shit, I don't know. These <laughs> books, man. I mean, I like that idea, though, that if you're yerk braining someone, like you can just ignore parts of like, mm-hmm. oh, he's not going to feel pain right now. I'm not going to feel the pain. <laughs> I'm good. You can just unplug from that part. I mean, yeah. you can do that as a person. I there mean, are drugs that will accomplish it. Yeah, I, I love ketamine, too. It's good to know <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, those yerks are just like just deep in a K-hole. Yeah, right they're, they're, they're ketted real good. <laughs> I mean, look, I do it with emotional pain, don't you? Uh, no. And to some extent, I do it with physical pain. I'm an extra tall person. I don't know how tall you are, Floyd, but I'm 6'6", six, six, so I hit my head on everything. And it's now to the point where I don't even react, and people are like, oh my god, are you okay? And I just look at them, and I say, well, it's physical pain. That goes away. The emotional pain is what stays. Yeah, and we're about <laughs> to hit some pain right now, because Visser 3 turns into a cafeet bird, <laughs> and just like... Just yeets out that window, just right at at the the seagull crew, and then like follows Axe specifically. Yep. And there's there's a uh, uh, a flight sequence that I'm not going to get into the details to. It was a it was a fun. Yeah, he as far he as, clips like, Axe's wing, like bites him. They, they Axe land is like on, I'm a little faster. I can maneuver better because I'm smaller. Whatever. Yeah, and they land on the roof of a McDonald's, <laughs> as you do, because ki- kids love McDonald's. Yeah, Axe can hide in the golden arches. Nobody There's ever so talks much about product how... placement in this book. What's that? There's so much product placement in this book. Oh, there really this is. This is like the sixth brand name, and it's only page 23. And kids love brands, honestly. We, I think yeah. that, that's kind of what it is. I almost said, yeah, we do. And then I realized I'm a 34-year-old man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they really do. Because you wouldn't say like Clownzo's Burger Hut. It's I mean, McDonald's. I would, that's a great name for a place. That's uh, pretty good, actually. I would go there. Clownzo's <laughs> Burger Hut. Dog, you want to get some Clownzo's? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think their grimace would be? <laughs> grimace already looks it's like just, a hemorrhoid. How do you beat that? <laughs> you don't. It's but, just grimace with Joker makeup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, <did> Clownzo's. <laughs> we live in a society. <laughs> I, have, I have a legitimate question for for both of you. Is did you ever have to sing the song in elementary school? McDonald's, McDonald's, a Kentucky Fried Chicken, and a Pizza Hut. No, no, oh, no, I we sung, did not. I sing that like every week. We sang that song. Were the, were the yeah. brands paying your school for no, this? No, but like, like I think 
God, that's the most American shit ever. We're going to do the yeah. Pledge of Allegiance and then do McDonald's <laughs> McDonald's. Kentucky Fried Chicken and a Pizza Hut. Nope. Yeah, no. The best. Was there some sort of like accompanying action? Was there a point to this? Uh, was it well, yeah, like, there, exercise? There was a dance. Like, so okay. a side story to the side story is like I used to teach uh, like really young kids English for a while. And mm-hmm. you do songs and dances because that's what kids like to do. They like to do a song and they like to do a dance. Yeah. And there was like, you know, we did head, shoulders, knees, and toes because, you know, it's English. Right. The um, mock- did you ever do the Macarena? No, I did do the song because <laughs> kids knew it. And it was like a song specifically on pronunciation. And they knew how to like pronounce it like uh, the their, their native tongue way. But they didn't know how, know how to do it the English way. So I'm like, yeah, maybe this will be a chance to, you know, help the pronunciation along. So... Uh, I indoctrinated some kids to fast food. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. Th- thank you. I'm I'm a real hero. And people say imperialism's bad. <laughs> this was part of the Peace Corps. No, it wasn't. But like, that would be a Peace Corps thing. <laughs> the Peace of Shit Corps. Yeah, there you go. That's, that's what you are. Anyways. Piece so, of shit. These... <laughs> So these two guys, uh, like these two guys, <laughs> Mister Three and Axe land on the roof of this McDonald's. They're hurt, and so they immediately start to morph out. Yeah, right. And then it's like, oh, Axe is like, I need to duel uh, an actual live Andalite tail to tail, and he owns it. He, he owns it. He does. And he, for a second, he gets some fear out of Mister Three. Right. I love. Here's why Axe books are great. They often will feature a lot of Mister Three mm-hmm. because there's that. There's the blood feud between them. And anytime that gets brought up, Axe is like, I'm going to fucking murder this motherfucker. Yeah. And Visser 3 is always kind of a scared little bitch about it because he knows <laughs> how Andalite blood feuds go. And I, I love that. I love it. He just beefs it right off the McDonald's. <laughs> but he also thinks that the rest of them are Andalites that are going to come throw tails. Yeah, well. there are some seagulls <laughs> watching. So, like, yeah, he... He, as like a wounded Andalite, just jumps into a dumpster <laughs> and breaks all of his legs. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I got this plan. Yeah. Axe, like they go tail to tail. Axe slices his arm and Mr. Three immediately is like, fuck. And like jumps off, breaks his legs in a dumpster. That's a, I can't think of anything sadder to do. <laughs> Right, like if, if I was a proud warrior, and I knew I was about to lose, and I'm like, all right, now go jump into the trash, <laughs> like I am, because I'm trash. <laughs> and I think later the the rest of the animorphs are kind of like trash talking Visser three, but then uh, Axe says something about how it it's honorable to leave a battle that you think you aren't going to win. <laughs> yeah, he valiantly <laughs> ran away like a pussy. <laughs> I mean, like, hey, I'm I'm pro running away. Oh Every, yeah, valiant every, coward over here. Everyone, if Love you if you run. get in a fight, just book it, just go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the I only mean, way. We'll go on record right now. Fighting is for pussies. Agreed. You want to run away? We have, however, glossed over two pretty big goofs in this book oh some goofs and spoofs let's hit them some goofs um the first being that axe is really pissed off because in his mind the only way that the that viscer three could have acquired this bird morph that is native to the Andalite home planet Mm -hmm. was if he's gone there while being a controller but this was like one of two morphs that (laughs) cadets 
get yeah. when they're training to be Andalite warriors. And <laughs> right. Of course. I'm, I'm the I'm the Animorphs new guy. And even I caught that. I'm like, wait, no, that's they all have this. <laughs> he would have yeah. had that already. Yeah, it's sta- the other standard goof, issue. The other goof being that um they describe the the bird as having six wings. In the Andalite Chronicles, uh, it has twelve wings. Yeah, so like we've six lost pairs. six wings somewhere. Yeah, six pairs. So we we lost six wings somewhere along the way. Hold on, I'm writing this down. I'm gonna propose an angry tweet to Michael Grant. <laughs> yeah, really <laughs> No, it's it's little shit like that. I don't see because I was reading that and I was thinking that too, and I couldn't tell if it was just them forgetting what they had written in the Andalite Chronicles or if it was Axe deliberately. I'll, I'll cut them some slack because, like you know, it's just like if you're writing these books back to back to back to back, like yeah, sometimes things just get lost like that. Um, but well, actually, n- now I kind of wonder: did the uh, Andalite Chronicles get written after this book? No, I don't think so. Maybe that like lore hasn't been established yet, and they're just like kind of feeling it out. I think it, in in the official canon reading order, I think that the Endlight Chronicles does come after this. Okay. Although chronologically, of course, it would be before. Okay. Well, never mind, Michael. You were canceled. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, you blew it. <laughs> <laughs> No, but like honestly, like yeah, I was reading them. Like this doesn't make sense. He, 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 it's it's a little thin. Like the blood feud is the blood feud. That's all it needs to be. Well, all it needed to be was, hey, Axe, he's just trying to fuck with you by morphing something from your home world. Yeah, like he, he's real upset by like kind of solving this like mystery that doesn't make sense, and it's a way to lead into the the next act. But it just didn't need, it didn't need to be there, right? It just needed to be cool chase sequence. I miss home. Yeah. Right. Because that's that's the crux of the story is that he misses home and he wonders if he's too too far gone to be with his people anymore. Right. Which is what leads into the next little bit mm-hmm. when he's running around at night in the rain. I love it. It's so footloose. Eating worms. Yeah. It's like there's too much protein. It's going to keep me awake. <laughs> that's like that, that's his altered substance. For, it's just like <laughs> smushing worms. Yeah. I'm getting fucking gorked on worms over here. Getting real zooted. <laughs> this is why he loves carbs so much. Yeah. It makes him sleepy. <laughs> I mean, that's what diabetic ketoacidosis is. Yeah. <laughs> he wants to Party. sleep. I mean, yeah, if I was going to do rails of worms, I'd stay up all night, too. Yeah. And so he, he's just like running, having a stressed run, which I wish I was physically fit and could have one of those. <laughs> Must it's, be nice. Like, I pictured him in a long leather jacket. Like a motorcycle, sunglasses in the rain. Because that's what this scene is. It's the yeah. introspective, I'm sad in the rain kind of... Like, yeah, Footloose. He's anger dancing, blasting cigs, feeling emotions. Like and the, we all do from time to time. And he runs yep. into Dad's meadow and Dad comes by. <laughs> How are you feeling, son? And by Dad, I mean Tobias. Uh-huh. No, actually, And he describes uncle. it as but, stewing. <laughs> Yeah, stewing. Stewing. What 13-year-old kid has ever used the word stewing? I don't know. Probably uh, one of the redneck ones who lives in a farm where they make stews. Like, <laughs> that dog was good for stewing. <laughs> no, very like, different context. Take that, listeners who come from <laughs> rural areas. I look down on you because I came from a rural, rural area. Rural juror. <laughs> the rural juror has a limited release next week. <laughs> Like, but I, I kind of get how like Tobias is like a bit more older, mature because he had to grow up a bit faster. That's true. He's been through some shit. 
<laughs> yeah. He had a tough time. Yeah, he had and a tough he's time. a bird. Yeah, like so he's like one of those teenagers that like talks like a thirty year old. <laughs> yeah, like, that's oh. why. how old is he? Oh. How old is he in bird years? Is he super old in bird years? I mean, he's got to be an adult in bird years. He's definitely an adult. Why is he not in charge? He's a bird adult. <laughs> <laughs> he could be the king of the birds. <laughs> he could buy them bird booze. <laughs> he could be the cool bird. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he, he talks Axe down from his like you know negative spiral and uh, well, kind of. But Axe gets defensive. He's like, uh, "I'm not a, I'm not. Fuck you. You don't know how I'm feeling." Yeah, it's like, well, I kind of do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah um, I'm cut off from my people too, bro. Yeah, I'm now a bird. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> we are outcasts together. Not me. Fuck you. I'm my friends. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, like so. That, they're they're spooked away, so they need to get a new plan to 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 get at um, our CIA dude, um, Chester Bennington Aldershot the third. Yeah, that that yeah. guy. <laughs> and they're like, so is there any other way that we can get into this building? Because obviously, Vista Three now is very suspicious, <laughs> <laughs> and it's probably put like a whole bunch of, of nastiness around this guy. Uh, so they're like, oh, we can morph from their blood now. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm just like, no, you cannot. <laughs> what, what do you mean? No, you can't. <laughs> I know how this all, works. In theory, it'll work. If we touch their blood, it's fine. How do you feel about this, Floyd? Like, I was angry. <laughs> I was, look, I, I have literally screamed about this plot point. This is the book that makes me the most angry out of all of the books. I'm so glad that I'm here. But I also want to point out um, that Axe repeats something that he said in book 16, mm-hmm. which is that... Um, he says that he can't believe that humans invented computers after books because books are so, so much more advanced, <laughs> which is some of the dumbest shit I've ever heard. But I remember being 10 and going, whoa, that's deep. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, dad. Like that, that's a dad line. <laughs> that is. And then it's just like, you know, uh, sometimes books are actually for the smarter people out there. Right? You know, <laughs> The processing takes- speed on this book, baby, is instant. Yeah. Ooh. It's deep. <laughs> and like, by the way, I read this on like a Kindle. So it's just like, yeah. come on, book. <laughs> Listen, I'm from the future. You're stupid. <laughs> and while he's daydreaming, he uh, he kind of snaps back and says, please tell me a third time and I will pay attention, which is my, um, that's my motto when I forget my ADHD medication. Oh, so I really appreciate I'm, that. Yeah, I, I, that was probably my favorite little bit of dialogue where he's just like, yeah, I'm listening. Say it again. <laughs> it's like, of course he has disdain. He's just daydreaming about cinnamon rolls, not giving a shit about anything. Like, this is the book that gives Axe a character. Like, really? Like, because, you know, they mentioned that, like, he doesn't pay attention in class. He mm-hmm. has, you know, moody issues. Like, you know, like <laughs> they give him distinct characteristics aside from wacky alien who can't speak well and is laughing at like your dumb two feet. Yeah, that's that's a really strong point. This is a book where he sort of grows into his own separate character. We got it a little bit in the previous Axe book, but now these traits are more defined mm-hmm. and I guess more reliable. Less about and like culture, more about just Axe. Yeah. Excellent growth. Good writing. Middle-aged white people. <laughs> the fine. plan still sucks, though. The plan really sucks. The oh. plan really sucks. Yeah, th- th- this is a primo Jake plan. 
Well, okay. It's so fucking dumb. Yeah, we, we didn't talk about them collecting the blood. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, let's, I mean, we'll get to it. Okay, so what's the plan? What's their like, plan? The plan is they're going to morph mosquitoes, fly into the hospital, suck this guy's blood, and then cool. all touch a blood puddle. Like, so they're going to vomit up the blood into a big puddle and then morph can into mosquitoes, like... Can mosquitoes vomit? Are they going to have to squish somebody? Is someone going <laughs> to die? Jake, we know you have a history of being squished. You can take it, so it's on you, buddy. <laughs> and then how do you pick the human goo out from the mosquito goo? It doesn't make any sense. None of this it, makes none. sense. Like, this is the thinnest, worst plan. This is stupider than fish tube. I, fish tube it, made some <laughs> sense, like, logistically. Like, But th- this is just like, there's no exit plan. There's like, we no. have the blood now. Now what? <laughs> no. I like they, and they never talk about it either. They never say how they're going to get the blood out and then acquire because they can only acquire in their human form. How are they going to get it? They don't. <laughs> well, do maybe any the, the big research. Twist, maybe the big twist of the book is a way to get out of that. He just wrote this like, oh, I have no idea. I'm going to solve this. Uh, <laughs> they go to space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he writes that far into it. it's like, fuck, I didn't. Oh shit, oh shit. He had a moment of clarity from smoke and rock, and he's like, oh god. Wait, are you saying that Michael Grant is like a Stephen King and that he doesn't remember writing I'm thinking, the beginning part of this book? I'm thinking Kathy Apples must have been on some pretty potent yayo to make up some of this weird stuff. Am I right? <laughs> Did she, she's got to be gacked. <laughs> what is gack? Gack is great stuff. Oozy. You can pull it. Make gack sounds. How rude. Suck it up and squirt it out with a gag back. Get it? Because the 90s gag was a big thing. Yeah. And I, it, yeah all, I, I thought quaaludes were a big thing. No, that was the 70s, man. And they're just fucking benzos. You take a fucking Ativan, that's a quaalude. Uh, nurse talk with Tyler over here. Just take some fucking barbiturates. You'll have a quaalude. They're better now than when than they were, I'm sure. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I learned something today. Nice. Xanax is probably just better quaaludes. Getting rude I'm going to write that down for the episode title. <laughs> <laughs> the people must know. I think that was a Dylan Francis lyric already. <laughs> um, but that that is their plan, and they're they're sticking to it. That's the one. So I like I like how uh, uh, Tobias has to acquire a mosquito. <laughs> like, how does he do it? Does he have to like claw it a little bit? <laughs> I don't know how they do it. I just I don't. Doesn't matter. He he does it because he's a, a very smart bird boy. Yeah, he's the best one. And let's let's not forget the, the whole premise of this is that this this Hewlett Alder shit guy is in a coma mm-hmm. yeah. and he's in the hospital with a broken brainstem, which is what with you bro- don't come back from. You don't come back from it. So the the whole crux of this is that they can't infest him. The Yerks can't infest him right now, so mm-hmm. they've got to morph him and go cut this off at the chase. But that is not even true because. Yerks can infest you when you're in a coma. Yeah. In book fifty in book fifty four. Don't don't uh, spoil it for Nate. Don't, huh, don't spoil ruined. it for Nate. It's ruined. But like that's the thing that they do. It happens. Later. Yeah, all right. It's a thing that happens. And I don't want to spoil anything else either, but there is a there is a plot point coming up in a few more books where someone's unconscious and a yerk goes in there and it's, it's it is able to communicate. Yeah. Like when Jake fell into the pool, he was out. He was right in there. It's the Yerk would go in and still be able to get all the information. And like, I, I would say to pull back even further, um, why not just like make a plan to talk to the, the CIA lady? Uh, you know, and, and like, 
Why? So they're they're cool with acquiring humans now too? Like I thought that was a bad thing. Well, I no, we weren't they, doing that. They get around that by acquiring the blood. <laughs> oh, it's just we're gonna turn yeah. into blood. Yeah, <laughs> we we don't have the permission to acquire him, so we'll acquire his DNA. <laughs> That's ethically more sound, I guess. What? Like I, I'm I'm done with it. Like it's a dumb plan, but you know what? Spoiler alert: uh, they don't go, follow through with it. <laughs> they, they turn they... It, they turn into mosquitoes. They do. Um, do you think Cassie like incepted this plan into Jake's head because she knew it wouldn't work and then they wouldn't have to acquire a human? She's sneaky like that. She is sneaky. Yeah. That's one thing I've always said about Cassie. Nimble, <laughs> sneaky. Emotionally manipulative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that Cassie. <laughs> um so okay, but like they needed okay. This is another like Animorphs trope that I really hope continues because they're always funny when I read them. Is <laughs> We need a distraction. Yeah. <laughs> it's always a distraction. Right. So like, okay, how are we going to get to this guy? Sure, we'll be small mosquitoes, but I guess we need a distraction so we can get into the room. <laughs> <laughs> so the distraction is just acts as like, yeah, I'll go in there. I'll go in as an Andalite. <laughs> yeah. I'll walk around the hospital as an alien horse. It's literally a horse in a hospital. <laughs> it's the stupidest thing. <laughs> so he's, he goes up there. He's like... Hey, check me out. I'm a horse. And everyone is just like, what is this weird alien yeah. horse doing Some here? guys freak out. One guy doesn't care. No, it's just a horse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, if I were walking around my hospital and I saw an Andalite, I'd kind of be like, yeah, okay. Freaking 2020. <laughs> am I right? What else are the writers going to throw in? More killer bees? <laughs> you, should, you should laugh at yourself. Some murder hornets? <laughs> Freaking heck, man. Okay, Tyler, you're saving a man's life. And income. Why does it have to be a man? What if I want to save a woman? Feminist. Thank you, Floyd. You're saving the superior sex's life. <laughs> 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 and, and in comes an Andalite. Uh huh. Would you stop what you're doing to, like, be. Oh, we shit, aliens. Um. N- no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the saddest thing. Floyd, if you were if you were saving it's, someone's life, like it was just like okay, hold this this artery, otherwise this man will die. That's why you don't leave because the man will die. Right? Would you, would you do it? Would you go like? But like this is this alien may not be back. I I don't know. What do I know the man? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a stranger. <laughs> oh, and then stranger? definitely don't save um, him. Just like you look at the bell yeah. curve of men, you just let men die. Well, here's the other thing, too. He's a stranger. There's a lot of them already. And there are no witnesses. Nobody will know you did this. <laughs> oh, my God. Floyd, we invited you on to ask if you'd kill someone. I feel like I could hold an artery and use my eyeballs to look at something at the same time. Okay. I've yet to test that theory, but I think it could work out. I've held an artery before, and yeah, you can still use your eyes. Okay, thank you. It's pretty dope. I've learned two things now from you. No, it's dope. Like you, you put enough pressure and packing in there, like... There's not as much blood coming. You can pretty much talk about what you're going to have for lunch. And, Tight. and okay. we do. So you could gawk in an Andalite that's strolling on by. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. I would. Like, they, like if I were doing like chest compressions and an Andalite walked by, I could easily do chest compressions on autopilot while looking at an alien. Yeah. Ha uh-huh. ha. Staying alive. Staying alive. I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Uh, but, like, he, he gets... The attention of some non-human uh, traders, mm. one might say. Yes. Uh, and they, they come in here like, 
Andalite scum, you know. Like, I love how they just point and yell Andalite every time. <laughs> yeah. Yurks can't help but yelling the A word. <laughs> yep. They, they just go in there. It doesn't like, matter. They just yell it. They just fucking yell it. Yeah. And and so, like, they, they start a, a fight. Axe is outnumbered. Are there Hork Bajir hanging around? No, just humans. No. Just humans? Because most, like... I know they said that this hospital is mostly yurk infested, but it's really not. Axe runs into no yurk infested staff of that hospital. Yeah. It's None. just the guards at the room. Yeah, but but they start lighting him up with human bullets. <laughs> <laughs> and even Axe is like, man, human bullets are no joke. <laughs> and Axe, to his credit, uses this distraction in a way that is original like this yeah what, what does he do like so he's he's held up yeah he's right. like i surrender i want to be yurked put one in me baby right. i forgot about that yeah he's like i want to defect i surrender so like oh shit you want it's like like well, it's the denzel I'm... washington in training day is like oh shit you like to get wet <laughs> <laughs> and then and then he makes like a marco joke he says I would like to become a controller. Do you have any information on membership? Is there a fee? <laughs> they should have known then. <laughs> yeah, the Yorks are like, oh shit, he wants to join. Let's get him in here. What it, but what does he yo, want? Yo, though? Brad, you got a pamphlet? You got you got a, you got paperwork ready? <laughs> Listen, I'll have this shit for the sharing. I don't have anything for like analytes. <laughs> but do you and think they, they have a pamphlet for analytes? <laughs> so you want to be Yerk brain? Yeah. How would you they like have- to live a life without honor? <laughs> They have pamphlets for the sharing. It can't be far off. Yeah, because like they they convince some other Andalites. Spoiler. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't say that. You can't say it. Yeah. Uh. But um, yeah. No, Axe is just like I'm goofing. Yeah. <laughs> like he just wants them into a separate room so he can just like knock them out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And immediately. So these, yeah, these Yurk guards are not very smart. Um, he's. They're like, you want to join us? He's like. Actually, no. Whap. <laughs> just <laughs> knocks them the fuck out. I'm like, hell yeah, Axe. Very convincing. And then he does some like action movie shit where he just rolls out the window. Like, this seriously reads like Marco, this entire It really uh, does. Scene. I, I yeah. love it, too. Because where does he get his inspiration from? He's like, I learned this move from Visier 3. <laughs> and then just yeets out that window. <laughs> breaks all his breaks legs. Breaks all of his legs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, uh, yeah, you did. You did learn that move. Yeah. Now, at least he lands in a bush. I, bush. I'm picturing the guy who just finished fixing the window. He's like, oh, no, my window. <laughs> <laughs> it happened again. Janitor Gus. He's like, no. <laughs> Another fancy blue horse done broke the window. <laughs> After that alien bird broke into the other day. <laughs> Man, I like having practical skills like fixing stuff. So Axe is broken, bleeding out on, <laughs> yeah. the, on the floor. He lands in bush. a bush, and he's like, ah, well, time to be a skeeter. And they're like, all the time, they're just like, uh, should we go? They're like, the actual police are coming. <laughs> yeah, they're shooting, and they're like, should we run? He's like, no, we got to kill this Andalite. What will Visitor 3 do? It's like, we don't have any orders for this. So yeah. they just keep shooting at him. Yeah, he turns into a mosquito. He turns into a mosquito, so that, you know what time it is. Oh, yeah, like it's mosquitoes on the cover. He's yeah. turning into a mosquito. I know nothing about mosquitoes. We got to go into animal facts. And animal as facts. I understand it, Prince Jake and Cassie, Tobias and Axe, Rachel and Marco, the bandits are here. They want to listen to animal facts. 
fuck all the yurks. Marco's mom is a bitch. I think Floyd has some prepared material. Tell us about I, the the I world's uh, most useful insect, the mosquito. <laughs> they're they're very useful. Now they're not so great for acquiring people's DNA, um, but they are the deadliest creature alive. Oh, uh, but what about a tiger though, or man no. himself? <laughs> <laughs> they they kill millions of people per year. Um, so do people. By spreading, they do. Why am I fighting don't... you on this? You're in charge <laughs> of animal facts. They're the COVID nineteen of animals. <laughs> they're the COVID nineteen of animals. Yeah, they do it in a super metal way, though. They spread bloodborne diseases. That, that is very metal. More, it's very metal. They've killed more people than more all the wars <laughs> in history God. combined. Okay, this is really gross. When they bite, the reason mm-hmm. that after you get a mosquito bite and it's itchy, it's because uh, they inject their own saliva into you as a blood thinner, so it's easier to suck out of you. Oh, cool. oh I've done that with some people. Yeah. Like, were, were they itchy afterwards? The mouth? Yeah. <laughs> Is that how they do it in hospitals? <laughs> You're only itchy because I injected my spit into you. I mean, that sounds like a good way to lose your job. Oh, I don't do it at work. It's for pleasure. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. That makes it okay. <laughs> um, mosquitoes have been around for more than 200 million years. Hell yeah. They predate, wait, they wait, predate wait, wait, wait. people. How were they here before God? I don't know. That part's a mystery. <laughs> That's our best answer to that question so far. Does the Bible have anything about that? Like maybe there's like, with, yeah, I made some mosquitoes as a goof. <laughs> Why do I keep doing this Bible stuff? I don't know anything about the Bible. Well, we never said it was actually like the Christian Bible. So it's like, oh yeah, we're big Quran boys. <laughs> yeah, it could be any Bible. It could be any Bible. Please continue. <laughs> <laughs> I'll continue to read from the Mosquito Bible. Only female mosquitoes bite, um, which is fairly commonly known. But here's the reason why. They need protein for reproduction and gains, of course. Of course. Males males only eat fruit nectar. So I like that. It's very subversive. You've got like the females horking down the protein shakes while the males are like sitting back sipping daiquiris. It's very cute. Oh, my God. I would be in love with a fucking yoked female mosquito while I get to sit there and just drink juice. <laughs> just eating your acai bowl for lunch. Oh, that's great. <laughs> hey, babe, you ready for sperm yet? All right. Keep gain. I, I, I don't need any protein. This, this is all I need. <laughs> acai bowls. They'll, they'll drink up to twice their body weight in blood for a single meal. So that's a lot of protein. Damn. That's about like um, one tray of Cinnabons. Give or take. Yeah. Yeah. They're attracted to. If you've ever wondered why people, uh, some people are really attractive to mosquitoes, how do and I seduce some a mosquito? Are not. Here's how you seduce a mosquito: you be a big, hot, sweaty boy. Yes. Uh, oh, <laughs> checked off. That, that is it. That is the only time that was easy. Woo! <laughs> yeah. I've checked all the boxes. <laughs> Body heat, odor, carbon dioxide, yes. lactic acid, all God of those damn. things. They also, uh, they rely a bit on visual cues, so high-contrast yeah, clothing. Uh, if you're a hot, sweaty goth boy, that's pretty high-contrast. It's pretty close. Yeah. All black, pasty white skin, you're looking like a treat. <laughs> They're also attracted to beer drinkers. I don't know if that's you. Woo! Does white, like, would white yeah. claw work? White claw, maybe. I don't know. It has a fruit women. in it. This is ruby grapefruit, so, like, you know, they like that fruit nectar. No, that's the males. They will not yeah. bite you. Look at you. Listen, that's fine. I'm, yeah, I'm cool with it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Um, this is very cute. So when um, mosquitoes meet, now this is very heteronormative, but when male and female they mosquitoes get meet, <laughs> they, get, they get married. Uh, their wing beats synchronize. Oh, that is very uh, cute. Yeah, they they play each other a little wing melody. Um, I don't know if they barf. That's surprisingly but they do cute. I'm still thinking about that. Right? It's just like. They all match up. Oh. I thought it was cute. <laughs> it is cute. That's, yeah. that's delightful. We don't ever do any delightful animal facts. That's good. Yeah. So they, they don't poop. barf. <laughs> they poop. They do poop. So it's uh, it's well, diarrhea. They diarrhea. So they've probably diarrheaed on you before. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah it's, it's pretty great. Um, Antarctica and Iceland. Only two places in the world with no mosquitoes. That's so sad. Iceland is actually kind of surprising. I mean, you'd feel that, you know, the, the people live on Iceland. <laughs> Nobody lives in Antarctica <laughs> except for, like, scientists and the thing. <laughs> I think it's all people. just thing now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, a full moon can increase mosquito activity by 500%. Ooh. Oh, yeah, because of the contrast. Mm. Dark and light. They can see. Mm-hmm. See, they're tasty goth boys. <laughs> So, yeah, well, hot, sweaty, tasty goth boys during a full moon, this Halloween is going to be a picnic for all mosquitoes. (laughs) Fucking mosquito smorgasbord coming. (laughs) A hot, sweaty buffet. (laughs) Can't wait to participate. It's going to be so good. (laughs) As a mosquito or as a hot, sweaty boy? (laughs) Yeah, I'm just going to be drinking beer outside in my darkest clothes, like, hey, skeeters. That is mosquito facts. I love mosquitoes. That is fucking dope as shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like uh, now I'm, I was very anti mosquito going into this, but now I'm a bit more pro mosquito. They're adorable. I mean, yeah, except cute. for the whole malaria thing. I don't yeah, have the malaria. malaria, not Grace. Have you ever seen a baby mosquito? No. No, not personally. So um, I have seen a baby mosquito because they look like little skinny tadpoles. And I thought they were tadpoles. <laughs> they were not. <laughs> they live in uh, little pools of water and they, they look like little tiny eel tadpole things. Okay. Um, and then I... they pupate in a hard comma shaped casing like Kakuna. Okay. And they come out and then they're terrible. <laughs> so it's tadpole comma mosquito. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, all right. Cool. I just like that they're huge vectors of people disease, and they just run around spreading it like crazy. I mean, I don't love that, but it's a cool thing that happens. Right. Like, objectively yeah. cool. Okay, but like, here's the real question, and it's a serious question. If, if I had a big red button that says, kill all mosquitoes, yeah. and you could press it, would you press it? Does anything bad also happen when I hit the button? No, it just kills all mosquitoes. <laughs> well, I mean, you got to think about the mosquito impact that, that they have in the world. Mm. No, nothing really eats mosquitoes as like a main source of food. I Does don't, nothing eat mosquitoes? I, I mean, think like, you're trying to get me to hit the button. I mean, yeah, I know I, that bats eat mosquitoes. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast has ruined your brain. <laughs> but I mean, it's not like a major food source. Like things eat mosquitoes, but like... I'm just saying that, you know, you press the button. You press that button. Mosquitoes, out of here. I can't say I'd hit the button. Would Cassie hit the button? No, of course not. Would Would Marco hit the button? Oh, yeah. He hits all buttons. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If there's a button, he's going to push it. Would Axe hit the button? If he thought it would hurt the Yerks, yeah, probably. Okay. 
So how would killing all mosquitoes hurt the Yerks? They wouldn't. It's just yeah. <laughs> that's just how analytes think. Uh, no, I think if it would if it would protect the reputation of the Andalites, then Axe would hit the button. There it is. Yep. Mm, all right. Image obsessed it, little fuckers. <laughs> so he Andalites turns in- are blue supremacists. <laughs> and we start to get a hint of that in this book. Yeah, we really do, don't we? <laughs> yeah, you're through if it's if you're not blue. That's what they say. <laughs> you, you hear it in the backwoods of Andalite country, but like you know, in the cities, they 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 keep it under wraps, but they're thinking it. The thin blue line flag. That's their tail. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. So no. Axe turns into one of our beautiful creatures that we would never want to harm, I guess. <laughs> Look, I can't say I'd kill all mosquitoes. I can't say I'd kill all anything. All right. So Axe turns into a mosquito. He flies up to the the MacGuffin person's yeah. window. Yep. And he's like, all right, blood time. I found a nice juicy vein. I'm going to get in there. By the way, I... If I was a mosquito and I hit a vein, I wouldn't survive that, right? I'd pop. I mean, yeah, in this book, you'd pop for sure. I would totally would pop. You pop. I heard that as a rumor in like elementary school that if you flexed while a mosquito was biting you, it would pop. <laughs> I believe that as a full grown adult because I'm an <laughs> idiot. <laughs> I want to try it. Well, maybe maybe that's what happens. So like, Axe goes in, is about to take a bite. And then maybe like our boy George like flexes. <laughs> boy George, <laughs> do Is you really want to hurt me? <laughs> he flexes and Axe goes pop, but not in the way you'd think, dear listener. <laughs> he pops, and we awaken ourselves in a white void, known as Z space or Z space. If you're not here, yeah. Do you say Z space? <laughs> I don't. I say Z space. Yeah, Z- uh, it's the, the Zetters are the weird, the weird ones. We're cool. They are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's the weirdest shit you guys got in Nova Scotia? The weirdest shit. Yep. Um. Since we're in the weird Z space zone, we're in the weird oh, Z space man. of Nova Scotia. <laughs> <laughs> the weird, like food or just anything, whatever customs. comes to mind. Um, I don't know. We've got um. I'll tell you what. You want Americas? Yes. Yeah. Arby's. They have. Yeah, the we s- have Arby's. Yeah, we but have Arby's. Why is there such slippery meat? <laughs> it just goes right down your neck. You don't even have to chew it. It just slides. But I like it. We have a lot of different kinds of slippery meat. We have the donair. <laughs> what? what is what have is that? The donair. It's yeah. like um Donner? spiced. No, don't fucking say that ever again. Spiced <laughs> beef and yeah, lamb. I'm on Floyd's side. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a very distinctive taste and then the sauce is like this weird condensed milk sweet stuff Ooh, milk sauce <laughs> yeah it's got milk sauce people go crazy for it oh that's the answer right there it's milk sauce <laughs> the, but really ty you you are you asked this question now you have to answer it sincerely um probably how much we enjoy ranch dressing as a culture that mystifies me the people okay. just dump it all on everything on pizza is the, the weirdest thing i've seen like dumped on. pizza is a perfect vessel vessel for flavor and then these americans just take their pizza and slather it in ranch dressing you put it on pizza yeah all yeah the time. yeah I've, I've seen it multiple times i don't like i don't I, like ranch dressing really I, I love cool ranch doritos 
favorite chip, but actual ranch dressing makes my stomach turn. When you order a pizza here, it comes with a side of ranch. Yeah, they always like say, how many things of ranch do you want? And it's like, I don't want any. Well, ours comes with milk sauce. (laughs) So maybe it's not that weird. Uh, A fine caramel to pour over (laughs) your pizza. (laughs) What is ranch if not a spicy milk sauce? <laughs> I mean, yeah, honestly, it kind of. It's. Uh, I mean, I'm picturing a Canadian pizza as like pepperoni and Timbits. Well, I don't know what a Timbit is. They they do. Tim there's a little, a little round. Yeah. There's a little round dough ball in the middle, Ooh. or there used to be. That's okay. also how I describe myself naked. Hmm. Cute. That that's <laughs> that's how I always pictured Z Space. So when they. <laughs> So when Axis in Z space, he says, "I'm fully formed as an Andalite, right?" And well, he he's, sees, he's like, "I can see my organs. I feel it." He's here. is he transparent? Yeah, I wrote it down. Let me read. Let me read it. Okay. Zero space it was impossible, and yet here I was. I looked around frantically. I turned my stock eyes in every direction. I saw my own body inside and out, an n-dimensional jigsaw puzzle twisted so that I could see inside my own body. And there, to one side of me, were four human bodies spread out in the same way. Weird cross-sections. I saw Prince Jake's face, but also his beating heart, and the muscle tissues of his legs and inside of his brain. The same with the others. They were all writhing in agony. And there was one bird very still. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, multiple things here upset me. Uh, Floyd, you're making a face. (laughs) Just Z-Space makes me so angry. I have tweeted at Cappy Apple so many times about it. But oh, let's hear it. Let's yeah, hear what you got. I want to know. <laughs> We're going to air these grievances. <laughs> the full rant. I don't Please. know if I'm ready. I mean, so, what else is going to what else is this podcast going to be? We invited you on. We want your perspective. If we don't have that, it's me saying gross stuff. That's not well, what people want. We haven't got to the part where they talk to the uh, the aliens that they encounter yet. So okay. there's some stuff there I'm mad about. But Oh, we um, can get right into it. They see some Andalites and Axe is like, hey, pick <laughs> us up. Yeah, and that happens. Um, and then the, the, the doctor or the scientist, one of the two, mm-hmm. uh, freaks out when he realizes that they're the extruded mass of a low mass morph. As if that's never happened before, but Axe literally said it could happen a few books ago. Right. That's how they knew about it. It makes me so mad. But my my big question about Z Space, and this is what I did tweet at um, at uh, Catherine, um, is if while Tobias was still a Nothlet and his human extra mass Ooh, was yeah, in Z Space. What would have happened if a ship hit his extra mass? Would he have snapped into Z space as his human self? Or would he have snapped in as the hawk? Does he no longer have a bond to that mass now that he's a Nothlet? I, I have I a good don't know. I have a good theory to, to save Catherine Applegate. Oh, okay, okay. That's, That's why weird. there's a two hour time limit. Is that once two hours up, your mass like, you know, d- desiccates into to nothing. Right, so that's but, why you're cut off and and you're stuck in the morph that you have. Is that like, oh, after two hours, you're you're done and decayed. Sorry. Do you think that that's how long that you could maintain the bond between like your brain and your DNA? Yeah, like that probably. Kind of that kind of makes sense. That adds so, a horrifying level to it, though, because Axe even says, yeah. "I I was watching my own blood slow down and stop." Yeah, like I was watching my brain die. The neurons were just disconnecting. 
Well, like, which horrified me. That act that genuinely horrified me. All what? this is horrifying. They're they're writhing in agony, right? Which means a couple things: is that like, okay, you turn into a mosquito. Now there's a new clone of you in Z space, and that clone only experiences pain for two hours until it's dead. <laughs> <laughs> it, That's it not such the a prestige. bad deal. <laughs> oh, sorry, spoilers for the prestige. <laughs> yeah, spoilers on a twelve-year-old movie. <laughs> um, if. If you do come back from your extruded Z-space mass, that solves one of the other big questions in the book, which is how come when you um, remorph, if you are just reconstructing yourself from your own DNA, how do you show up with like your same haircut Mm -hmm. or if you have tattoos? If you are linked to your own Z-space mass, then that at least explains that kind of I I, I have another workaround to save Catherine Applegate. A all space, right, number one, Catherine Applegate stand. A space wizard wrote it all down in his <laughs> book. <laughs> and his name was Elemist. Marco, Marco has a dumb haircut. Remember that for later. <laughs> Just one guy taking all these notes on the morphs. That, the the Elemist intern. <laughs> ah, fuck, I forgot Rachel's haircut. Son of a bitch. <laughs> it's the same janitor who fixed the windows. Yeah. But like, so I'm picturing this scene as like, <laughs> y- y- y'all ever see the movie The Cell? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, think of that movie a lot where the horse, <laughs> like, so there's this scene in The Cell. It's a very trippy movie where uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Nope. Uh, Jennifer Lopez. Yep. I'm so mad I threw my white claw on the floor. <laughs> 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 it's true. He did. <laughs> Okay, Jennifer well, Lo- J-Lo? It's J-Lo. It's J-Lo, I thought, yeah. I it's okay. J-Lo, yeah. Okay. So J-Lo, uh, <laughs> don't. <laughs> I took a picture of his can. I'm going to send I it to you. I got to thought. Then we can move on. Uh, so J-Lo encounters this horse on a stage, and down comes like this like cube around the horse, and it separates the horse into like tiny thin slices and extrudes the horse out. So yeah, cross-sections, yeah. Cross-sections, and cross-sections of this horse, and you can see the beating heart of the horse, you can see the brain of the horse. I imagine that's what they're going through right now, where mm-hmm. it's like they're being cut into millions of different pieces. They're still alive, but they can't scream, because they're in space. <laughs> <laughs> and the one thing you know about space... <laughs> I have no mouth, but I must give head. <laughs> but I... Yeah, all right. Okay, Listen, Z Space, I'm sure, will come up a lot. <laughs> so we have to move on from Z Space because they get picked up mm. like a Hitchhiker's Guide. They get picked up from space, mm-hmm. uh, about to die. It's like, please help us, uh, alien spaceship. Honestly, to date in these books mm-hmm. so far, this is the most horrifying image for me. Cool. Where you can see all of your organs dying as they die. Yeah. Like reading this, I started, my hands started to sweat. I started to get uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I had to have a drink of water. Yeah. Uh, it's and then they, they wake up fine because this is a kid's book. <laughs> yep. They're like, whoa, that was cool. And I know <laughs> later tonight I'm going to be sitting there playing some dumb video game and I'm just going to be thinking, what if there's a mass of me out there that only feels pain and then dies? <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, that's you now. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> But now on the on the bridge of the dome ship, uh, what's the name of the dome ship? Askalen. I mean, Askalen. Well, how, how would you say? I it? like Askalen. And like, yeah, they get picked up. The doctor's like, "Wow, I've never seen Z space before. Cool." <laughs> no, he, he say it right, Tyler. Well, he's just like, "We're gonna have to rewrite all the papers on this." 
yeah, this is going to revolutionize everything. Right. He, he he's very fascinating because he's a big dumb nerd. Right. <laughs> Says the guy who makes an animorph. <laughs> exactly. I'm here for the cool Andalite yeah. warriors. We're the Chads of the Animorphs podcast. All the other Animorphs podcasters don't fuck. Listen, I would, I've seen pictures of them, and I'm better looking, and would, I'm ugly. I would defeat them in the Ring of Honor. I, I don't think any of them listen to this. I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> hey, hey, any of you other Animorphs podcasts, if you think you're better looking than me, let's fucking fight. <laughs> Are we going to revive Hot or Not just for Animorphs podcasters? Because I would subscribe to that. Oh, I don't want to get another three. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? We got to move on. <laughs> the doctor's like, wow, I'm going to write a paper. I'm going to be famous. Yeah. I can't believe all this. And then Axe is like, yeah, um, uh, yeah, uh, I taught them to morph before they saved me right because they're getting interrogated by the the dick um was it to for like tactical officer or something yes uh yeah. they're like hey uh how are these humans morphing uh this is verboten <laughs> <laughs> good one because the the analytes are german <laughs> we only have a couple laws and you broke one of them <laughs> what would Ciro say about this he probably would be cool with it because it's called Ciro's kindness <laughs> yeah you he did this in the first place. Yeah, yeah. it's it's his law. Yeah, and, and Axe is like, um, I did it because I'm a big dumb idiot. Because, <laughs> you know, Carly from Carly's Law is just having a great fucking time. What? You don't know Carly's Law? No. Oh. oh. Wait, now I do. <laughs> that's, the, that's the bad one. Right. It's a bad one. That, that's the bad one. Now I know. <laughs> you don't name laws after people having a fun time. <laughs> Zero's <laughs> law is to party down every chance he gets. <laughs> oh, we should start a weed strain called Zero's Kind Bud. Yeah, we talked about this before. Have we? Yeah. God damn it. See, that's why I got to move on. <laughs> so, uh, so the 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 TO is like chewing out acts for giving away the the secret technology, whereas the captain's just like, well, hang on a second. Aren't you Elfangor's brother? He's like, yeah. You you probably had some good reasons for it. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, I I know you sent a message home before. I know that Elfinger did it. He did it. I know Elfinger's a good dude. It's fine. Yeah, I'm cool with your brother, man. We're yeah. cool. Does everyone chill out? Everyone be cool, man. In my notes, he's written down as the the chill captain. Uh, so, and he For turned now. out to be very chill. He's incredibly extremely chill. chill. <laughs> he has all the chill. <laughs> yeah, he has no reason to be worried at all. <laughs> <laughs> um. And so, like, everything's cool. Everything's cool on the bridge now. Yeah, and Axe immediately starts bootlicking. He's like, you're my prince now. Yeah. Right. Which I... I get. I love... Like, I understand. I like that aspect of it. But to watch it is a fucking bummer. Where well, he's, it's... Where he's like, leave my friends in the bathroom or whatever. It's he, such a bummer. And it's it's one of the things that contributes to finally figuring out that Andalites might not be the good guys. Yeah. Like, uh, see, I, I know both of you know things about Andalites that I have not discovered. Um, I mean, you know enough to know that I know that they're, they're kind dicks. of they're kind of pretentious dicks sometimes. Um, they definitely have like spaceship bumper stickers that say "Blue Lives Matter." Okay, big time, big time. And, but yep. I, I get why Axe immediately says, "Okay, you're my captain now," because like he misses his home. He was just talking about how much he misses home, and like he wants his old life back and like hey surprise here's your old life back yeah <laughs> so like i get why he's just like all right cool uh, yes please old life uh 
I will miss my friends, <laughs> right? And, and well, and he gets sent back to the, uh, you know, the the janitor's closet or whatever the animorphs are hanging out at, uh, the sick bay. Yeah, and he's like, uh, yeah, I'm gonna join my people now. Bye. <laughs> yeah, he's like, hey, I don't know if you guys are ever gonna see home again, but don't worry, Andalite's got this. I, I I will take care of you. I, like he's not being a complete dick about it, right? Like he's letting him down kind of easy, I think. Yeah. Right, and, and he's just like. Um, you know, like my, my prince is going to, uh, you know, take you guys home. Uh, apparently we're going to some big battle, so that will be fun. Yeah. We're heading uh, to the Lyran homeworld. There's a big battle with the Yurks there. Yeah. And, and the and Animorphs are like, oh, cool. We love battles. Well, specifically Rachel. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh yeah. Like, I can't wait to do murders. This is going to be great. <laughs> oh, cool. My bloodlust. It was really kind of itching. <laughs> And she's so blood. <laughs> she's so cool. When he, when Axe tells them the name of the ship, the Ascalon, her response is, "Isn't that that new salad green?" <laughs> yeah, I forgot right. about it. Yep, you've, about you've just been your extruded mass has just been hit by a spaceship after you were trying to suck the blood out of a mostly dead guy, <laughs> and you can make jokes about lettuce. Rachel copes really to. well. <laughs> She does. She just wants to be up to date on all those cool microgreens, I guess. Because <laughs> she's a teenager and she wants to watch her weight. I mean, that's mm. what, yeah, that's what that means, right? I love salad. I don't know. Nobody's like, I love salad. Let's talk salad. We could have salad talk. I love salad. Yeah, we got a we got a salad expert on Floyd. She loves it. Give us your give us your top three salads. My top three salads. Yep. I just dump a bunch of shit into a bowl and oh. then I eat it because vegetables are good for you. Oh yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. Sp- speaking of salads, uh, Axe comments on the the flavor of the grass in the dome chip. He's like, it's nice. <laughs> it's hearty. It's very hearty, <laughs> much like a kale salad. Good pull there, Nate. Good yeah. one. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and like uh, you know, the Rachel is angry at Axe for obvious reasons. I think everyone is kind of just yeah. disappointed at this point. Yeah. They're um, like, oh, you're just going to leave. Okay. Yeah, cool. No, later. We don't care. Tobias <laughs> is cool with it because he's always been left. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, but, like, you know, it, it's like Axis breaking up with the group. And uh, so he goes back to the bridge. He's like, all right, cool. Um, he has some, like, military bro out chat with the, the TO who's still kind of a dick. Um, yeah, he's like, you need to mind your manners. You're talking to a captain. Right. Uh I don't care. Because that's what always makes a society good is adhering to hierarchy and following rules. That's never, ever done anything bad. No, and it works out in this situation, too, because everyone loves the captain. He's so chill. Yeah, the chill captain is very cool. Nothing but good vibes. Yeah, so they just vibe over to this battle, right? And they're they're hovering over the Lyran home planet, which, uh, yeah, yeah. Yes. We, we, we know the Lyran from the underwater shark base. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the hammerhead shark base. The deep blue sea. <laughs> our, our good psychic frog friends that look real weird. God, they look so cool. Um, Just like, oh, they're a bunch of bumpy yellow frog squids. Yeah, they have like... Wait. Sorry, go ahead. Barrel bodies with tentacles. Same. They're barrel bodies? <laughs> yeah, that's what it says. Like, they and they, uh, they go out of their way to say no <laughs> neck. <laughs> so they're about like, they're, they're gearing up for a heart attack is what you're telling <laughs> <Yes>. me. <laughs> They're like every yeah. sort of like, you know, Minnesotan dad yeah. <laughs> drinking like Milwaukee's best. <laughs> Way too many Waldorf salads. Yeah, it's yeah. all they eat. Yeah. But it's not even Waldorf. They just go iceberg mayonnaise go. <laughs> like Lyrans put tater tots in their salad. Oh, Floyd, that's a thing. There are some people in America that put French fries and tater tots in their salads. 
Okay. That's fine. I've put ring lows in a salad before. I was PMSing, but it was still legit. <laughs> no, but like there's people who consider this a healthy salad. Or oh, it's like, oh, we're just going to put in french fries. I've never done that. I mean, I, I haven't mean, either. Do. I don't live in fucking Ohio. We have poutine. That's french fry salad with cheese. Oh, I am very well acquainted. We've imported that pretty uh, well. Although we pronounce it correctly as poutine. <laughs> poutine. <laughs> yeah. It's also our favorite thing to do. Shit on teenagers. That's true. Fashionable teenagers. Yeah. No, have we you found want those one ones yet? to talk to us. No, <laughs> I no. My usual connect didn't have anything for me. <laughs> I'll get a new PlayStation <laughs> Five. That'll bring the teens over. <laughs> so so they're gearing up for this battle. The the the, the, the TO says, All right, here's our military plan. You think it's cool, Axe? And Axe is like, sure, I guess. And he's like, I don't care. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I just wanted someone to yell at. Yeah. Um, but they notice that they're they're kind of heading down the wrong. Yeah, they're route. not landing where they're supposed to land. In fact, they're landing in the, the exact wrong place. It's right behind enemy lines with a bunch of uh, Horkbajer pointing dracon beans at them. Yeah, just a bunch of evil fucks right under them. Yeah, and Axe is like, uh, "Excuse me, sir, Captain, sir. Um, <laughs> th- this looks bad. Why are we landing here?" And he's like, "Oh, it's because I'm like an evil bad guy." And it's like blasts the entire. <laughs> yeah, he bridge. blows off the TO's tail. Yep. Blast that right off. And Axe is like, oh man, that guy's not going to want to live without a tail, despite being able to morph. He can just morph and grow his tail back. Can he's, he, though? I if mean, it, if it sends his mass to Z space, he's just learned this shit. He's like, oh no. I don't, <laughs> this is see, not going to work. I mean, here's the thing. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's like an honor thing. Maybe it's like, oh, my honor has been damaged so much that I would not like to live. That anymore. and like the. Captain Captain, the head captain of the Lyran planet, yeah. says that Andalite warriors don't morph very much. So that they probably don't even think to morph ever. They're not even used to it. I, uh, no, I reject that. Well, that's <laughs> what they have, say. If you've developed this whack, badass technology that lets you turn into anything you want... And then you just treat it as an afterthought? I don't think so. Especially when it can save your life. (laughs) (laughs) Here's why I don't think Andalites morph very much. Because Andalites, from what we can tell with Axe, very easily lose their sense of self in morphing. So they dishonor themselves by acting like complete idiots. And honor is a big thing for these weirdos. I don't understand that. Yeah, me neither. Obviously. I have no no honor. (laughs) None. Uh, and neither does this captain because, like, he's not yerk-brained. No. Right? He's just like, I want to join the cool side. <laughs> the yeah. side that's going to win. So, uh, yeah. Um, t- take me, take me, yerk. <laughs> I want a I yerk daddy in my brain real bad. Right. So he kills everyone but Axe, and uh, he just only knocks off the tail of the, the, the T.O. Because he knew it would dishonor him. Right. And he saves Axe for last. Why? Because he wants to take him as a prisoner for Visser 4. Vis- yeah, Visser 4, Visser who's 4. best friends with Visser 3. Yeah, they're, they're they BF- came up together, you know? They're BFFs. <laughs> I don't know why it couldn't just be Visser 3. <laughs> but whatever. There's no way Visser 3 has a friend, for starters. <laughs> right? And there's no way he's friends with the person right below him. He would be way no, too No, he would shit all over that guy. Big just time. Just crap on him. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. that That's the biggest flaw in this book. <laughs> um, and, and so what does Axe do? He fucking tail whips the gun out of his hand. Yeah. He gets into battle. He battles his captain. And he mano fu- y mano. And he wins. He knocks the gun out of his hand. He slashes him. They're like dancing about. Yeah. I, I imagine that's how they fight is that they bob heads at each other. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
eye stalks just spinning around. <laughs> but they pulled the classic Animorph move first, and they created a distraction. <laughs> yeah. Right, true, because like, you know, he has a gunpoint. He oh, that's right. The Animorphs are the distraction. Yeah, he he doesn't yeah. like immediately jump into battle. No, because Cassie is a flea on him, and she morphs back. That's yeah. right. Yep. Yeah. So Cassie mm-hmm. is a flea on the back of the captain. And Cassie's like, okay, I'm going to make a distraction for you, Axe. And Cassie's like, go big mode. (laughs) Gets bigger on the captain's back and he just like gets scared. (laughs) 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 Get this fucking thing off me. (laughs) I'd be creeped out too. (laughs) It's like when you have like a a worm on your shoulder or something, a a caterpillar. So Axe like then goes after the gun. Yeah. Whips it out of his hands. Like, all right, fool. Now what? Um, and what happens to him? Does he like the T.O. blasts his ass? That's like, right. Yeah, he zaps him to death. Well, yeah, because he was actually about to lose for a second there, right? Like he gets saved by the T.O. He gets blasted. I mean, yeah, he, ish. He was quivering with energy and focus. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I'm very good at podcasting. <laughs> so uh, yeah, okay. So Axe was quivering. <laughs> Both the captain. It's a very erotic moment. (laughs) Yeah, do you want to read it? We'll put music behind it. Okay. It was the captain and I, tail to tail. We faced each other, each quivering with energy and focus, each waiting for the opening that would allow us to swing the killing tail slash. And then he blows him up. (laughs) We both were very strong and did not mention the opening. I left a big gap there so you could uh, edit whatever you wanted in there. Nope. <laughs> so anyways, like, uh, T.O., the dick T.O., saves the day. And he's like, all right, cool. I'm going to die with honor now, so y'all better leave. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, because he's going to blow up the ship. He's going to... Yeah, he's going to use all their guns to kill as many Yurks as he can and blow up the ship. Yeah, he's like, all right, mm-hmm. listen, you you dumb humans and honorable Andalite, uh, turn into something small and we'll just exhaust you out of the ship. Yeah. Oh, now they remember morphing. Yeah. He's right? yeah. <laughs> like, I, I forgot about that. You guys can do that. <laughs> and he's like, the TO gets on the, the paging system. He's like, all right, everybody, we're behind enemy lines. The captain's dead. Get ready to say your death prayer. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody sing. And we should actually sing this part. Where is it? Because we get lyrics. <laughs> oh, yeah. Axe says the death prayer. So this is the death ritual. I am the servant of the people. I am the servant of my prince. I am the servant of honor. My life is not my own. When the people have need of it, my, my life, life is, is given, given for, for the people, for my, for my prince, and for my honor. So that's the amount of enthusiasm that I sing the national anthem when I have to do it. <laughs> and then you sing the McDonald's song. <laughs> <laughs> and then you beef it. <laughs> so, like, they have a ritual for everything, they and see suicide is just their deal. Yeah. Time to... <laughs> Time to sing the the suicide song. <laughs> so that but like feels like they're singing the national anthem and then they explode. <laughs> that should happen every time you sing the national anthem. There should be like a one in a thousand chance that you will explode. <laughs> just, just get one. I yeah. mean, honestly, Floyd with Americans' diet, that's true of our hearts. <laughs> 
Any feel, exertion I, could kill us at any minute. I feel the American spirit in my heart. <laughs> Blast. <laughs> I just love the flag so much. It's here. <laughs> and the chapter ends with a really beautiful and horrifying sentence, which I'll read. It says, We flew rolling and tumbling through the air, riding the same strong breeze whatever it, wherever it took us. When the Askelin blew itself up, we were safe from the blast, and safe, too, from the thought-speak cries of hundreds of dying heroes. We love our heroes. Oof, we love our heroes, don't we, folks? <laughs> love that, our dying heroes. That hurts me. If anyone comes up to suck. me and is like, Nate, you're about to become a hero. <laughs> I know that I'm about to die. <laughs> it's like, as someone who got called a hero through the pandemic and just denied it every single day... I know what that means. That's you're a sacrificial lamb. It means you want to live. <laughs> it's like a, I'm not a hero. No, <laughs> no, I am not a hero. I am not gonna die for this shit. Uh, like my life is not my own. When the people have need of it, fuck that. Yeah, my life is my own. Time, time to go. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's what all these smart living people do. Um, yeah, but like everyone, everyone is smart, but everyone is also angry at acts. Uh, especially Rachel here. Um, oh, yeah. She calls him on his bullshit real good. Right. Like, Rachel is the first one pissed because, you know, Axe betrayed the group, right? Didn't, like, didn't turn traitor, right? Like, they didn't, like, Axe was not trying to actively hurt the group. Um, and they all kind of pile on. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I, I, the only one that is kind of defending Axe is Tobias because Tobias is saying, like, listen, he was just wanting to go back to his people and, like, get that emotion. Like, I wanted to go back to being human for a while. Um and they they forgive him pretty quickly. Well, of. they fly around silently, and even Axe is like, "Man, I wish we were still arguing. This sucks." Yeah, <laughs> it's like the the long cowardice car ride home. <laughs> yeah. And Axe is like, "I wish I died too," but even then, he admits to himself he doesn't mean that. Yeah, they they break the silence when Jake's like, "Hey, where are we going, Axe? You you know alien planets. Where are we going?" And Axe freezes. He doesn't know. He's just, he's stewing, as a wise bird once told him. <laughs> uh, and, you know, they, they, they just fly around for a while until eventually, like, they land. They morph back into being, you know, their normal shapes. <laughs> Human shape. And, and they really sort out their issues there, right? Yeah. Like, at, at one point, like, Rachel kind of digs into Axe, and Axe, like, loses control and, like, flips up his tail braid against, like, Rachel. Against her neck, yeah. Yeah. Like, he, he goes serious. She's, she says to him, Axe, okay, Axe says, we should try and reach the Andalite forces, I said. Why? So some other Andalite traitor can rat us out? Rachel said harshly. My tail blade was at her throat before I knew it. She stared at me with cool blue human eyes. What's the matter, Axe? Does the truth hurt? You blew us off so you could suck up to Captain Creep back there. If we go and find more Andalites, what happens? You tell us to go sit in a corner and be nice while you start yes-sirring and no-sirring the next Andalite you see? I pulled my tail blade back, horrified that I'd gotten so emotional. I felt the anger drain away. Rachel was right. I made a mistake trusting Captain Similan. I made a mistake dismissing all of you. You, you, ha you have kept me alive and befriended me for a long time. All I can say is that none of you knows what it's like to be completely cut off from your own people. One of us does. Tobias said quietly. 
perfect. <laughs> oh man, yeah, everyone forgets about the Tobias. And Axe says he's sorry, and he's like, "Look, Jake, you're gonna be my prince forever now." That's, I mean, that's says, it. Yeah, he he's like, "Jake, fine. I'm sorry. I won't ever be released from a prince unless you say I am." Well, and like he has to as- accept the humans as the as his home now, as his his people, because he can't trust any Andalite anymore. Yeah, right. Like he can't go home. The, the, his home has now been compromised. Yeah. Um, so he needs to find a place that he feels safe, and that's with the Animorphs. Yeah. He, he can trust the, them for now. S- safe, Jake's big, safe, strong jaw. <laughs> his big arms. His big, simple arms. You can just crawl right up into those. <laughs> his big, responsible brown hair. <laughs> <laughs> Very reasonable. <laughs> his reasonable uh, uh, economy sedan. <laughs> <laughs> So, so their plan now is just like, l- listen, we need to go find the other animals. Yeah, we got to find Force Commander Prince Galuit Enelon Eskaroth because yeah. he lost his entire family in the war. Yeah, we can trust him. He will not just be taken over. <laughs> yeah, he's he's not going to sell out the Andalites because he got turned into the Punisher. He has a big tattoo that says, I hate Yurks, just like right on his bicep. <laughs> yeah. It's on his face. Yeah. <laughs> He's got Yurk Bane, like Yurk, Yurk under one on eye, Bane neck. under the other eye. Oh, that would be such a good tattoo. You should get that. Yeah, face tattoos. That's what I need. And <laughs> Animorphs face tattoo. <laughs> What's more offensive, that or voting for the author? <laughs> so they realize they can trust this one Andalite, and they're like, all right, let's head that way. Yep. So they're flying as bats towards the Andalite forces, and Axe... Axe has some introspection, which I think is some strong growth considering what's happened so far. He says, I felt strangely at home, as though despite Prince Jake's anger and Marco's sneering and Rachel's outright suspicion, I belonged with them. For some reason at that moment, even with the images of death aboard the Askel and fresh in my mind, I saw myself far away in a very different body, eating delicious cinnamon buns with a mouth. I wanted to be back there. I wanted to be back on Earth. Captain Similan had sold out to the Yurks. Was I selling out to the humans? I mean, that's like, is he selling out who he is to the humans? But also, is he an Andalite anymore? Is he adherent to that honor system? I Uh, love that when he thinks about, does he want Earth to be his home? Is he at home with the humans? The only thing he thinks about is the fucking cinnamon buns (laughs) and not his friends. (laughs) He's like, I'm at home with these people who take me to Cinnabon. I've done that There's with no friends. S- I have friends who like, I like hanging out with you, but <laughs> under the right like material circumstances, <laughs> I would leave. <laughs> he doesn't go to any of their funerals. He's just at cinema. <laughs> but yeah. he goes to like the will reading. <laughs> <laughs> Did they leave me money, which I can exchange for cinnamon buns? Um, but so so they're they're flying towards the uh, the front lines. Yeah, the we're, battle, and they see like a, a little skirmish. Now they said, "We're not gonna, we're not going to join any battle." Yeah, we're we're here just to get home. Uh, and then Cassie says, "Hey Jake, you see a battle down there? It'd be shame if we didn't join it." Yeah, <laughs> which I'm like, "What are you doing, Cassie?" Well, she they're watching the Andalites get massacred, and they right. know that if they helped, the Andalites could win. Yeah. Uh, turns out that is not the case. <laughs> they, they, they're immediately like taken down. Yeah, they get blown the fuck up. Yep. Taxon is like tries to bite them, and that's when Tobias just is gone. Yeah, Tobias is gone. 
Taxons are huge, long worms, like Earth centipedes, only much larger. Taxons live in a state of eternal hunger, desperate hunger. They will eat anything, dead or alive, even their own fallen or injured brothers. I fluttered past an open, questing taxon mouth. I saw a fellow bat flying in just a few feet above me. I saw it very clearly, and then, in an instant, it was gone. Simply gone. That's Tobias. He's gone. Yep. They, they don't know what happened. Uh... They leave. They have to escape because they're just getting massacred. Yeah, there's... Uh, and they, they come back later after the battle has settled down to look for Tobias, and he's just no longer there. They're crying. They're mourning their dead friend, uh, which I thought was kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a good read. Like, they mention that Rachel is intermittently crying and raging, and it's like, that's the most Rachel shit in the world. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Just, like, crying and then punching. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, what is he, my... What is she, my freaking dad? Hey, uh, and <laughs> and they 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 move on. They're like, listen, we can't just like sit here and be bummed out about uh, our our friend because Jake doesn't really, you know, he, he's not best friends with Jake. <laughs> Never was. <laughs> so Jake's like, listen, we need to buck up and move on. It's like, hey, we lost our bird slave. Let's go. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I, I don't like the relationship between Jake and Bias. No, it's weird. It's yeah. just so weird. Um, so so they, they move on trying to find the front lines. Uh, they eventually do, but well, no, here's what happens. Like They're flying halfway there, and then Axe remembers something. Yeah, he's like, wait, I know. Yeah, he, he knows exactly where they are now, because he got that rundown by the Dick T.O. who wanted to like <laughs> show off to him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look at my awesome plan. <laughs> Hey, isn't this a good one? But he doesn't share it. He's like, I know where we have to go. Let's go. Yeah, follow me. We're going underwater. And this is a, a, like a trust fall for, for everyone. Like, hey, we, I guess we got to <laughs> trust Axe. And Prince Jake says, yeah, sure. I, I trust him. I trust yeah. Axe. Yeah. Um, and so they, they head towards the ocean. Takes a while. They get there. And they... Rachel disappears. Pop. I think they actually do write pop. They do write pop. <laughs> it makes like a nice they pop do. noise when they, <laughs> they disappear. <laughs> uh, and they're like, um, Rachel's also dead. <laughs> yeah. And she disappears mid-sentence. Yeah. Uh-huh. But they still she think gone. that she dies. <laughs> Which I'm just like, no, no, hold on. <laughs> you cannot continue to believe that she's dead. She made a pop sound. <laughs> yeah, we searched the sky. Nothing. Not even our powerful raptor eyes could see anything. No clue. No sign. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. Um. Like so, they think that she kind of died. But yeah. They don't have... Some terrible weapons <laughs> grabbing yeah. them. Right. Some some terrible yerk weapon has grabbed them. Um. But all they can do is move on. So they go to the ocean. They, they t- turn into sharks. Turn to sharks because they know from the previous book that sharks are the baddest badasses in the ocean. <laughs> And they that nothing down there is going to be a threat to sharks. I'm surprised you're not doing a dramatic reading of the nasty hole passage. Oh, we should get to that <laughs> nasty hole. Where is that nasty hole? The nasty the, hole. The bright nasty hole. It's right here next to you, Nate. Oh. <laughs> it's not bright. It's very dark. <laughs> we haven't got to the bright hole yet. No, no, no. The nasty hole. I'm talking about the nasty hole. Where's that nasty hole? <laughs> Floyd, show us the nasty hole. <laughs> here. Here's the nasty hole. It's on page 112. Oh, I wish it's when, uh, when uh, Axe is um, describing uh, 
he dives into the water. He's still in his Harrier morph, and then he's he's going back to Andalite before he gets into some sort if of. If you read shark it, we'll morph. put porno music under it. Let's let's do it. All right. <clears throat> I bob to the surface, already more Andalite than Harrier. The water saturated my feathers, but the feathers were disappearing. I sucked air in through a nasty hole that was part beak and part Andalite nose. Pussy cleat. <laughs> I'm glad the pussy cleats back. <laughs> I dove under a can, dunking my pussy cleat in this water. <laughs> Sucked it right in, spewed it right back out. That's a nasty hole. <laughs> God, I totally spaced. He called it his nasty hole. <laughs> I, I didn't. Yeah, no. I, I'm, I'm the pure one of the podcast. I did not highlight nasty hole. <laughs> I even have page 112 on my thing. <laughs> the nasty hole, like many nasty holes, are fleeting. And this one, uh, it turns into a hammerhead shark. <laughs> and they immediately run into some Lyrans. Yeah. And not just like normal Lyrans, but York-brained Lyrans. Yeah, they're swimming around like, oh, man, the Lyran underwater is cool. And then they see some Lyrans riding underwater jet skis. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which is fucking badass. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I wonder if those are good guys or bad guys. And the Lyrans are like, nope, we're bad. <laughs> you guys are humans. Fuck you. We're out of here. <laughs> we're about to reveal your secrets. Bye. <laughs> but like, for some reason, they don't think that they're a threat as like, you know, dangerous sharks. <laughs> so they just go over and like start start fighting it out. And one of them. Yeah, they're shooting spears. Yeah, they, they have like these little spear guns. So. Um, one of the animals, I forget who, gets spear gunned. Cassie. Cassie gets, gets spear- totally spear gunned. And they're like, oh, that doesn't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason why is because this ocean, like nothing. There's, there's no predators. There's no predators in this ocean. They just need like a, a sharp stick to kind of, <laughs> like, listen here, you, you, that's your own git. <laughs> Lyran technology consists of jet skis and spears. <laughs> right. Like it's weaponized brooms. <laughs> it's like, shoo. <laughs> Marco makes a very timely Vietnam reference. Oh, yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. He's like, hey, great war. You can't tell who's on what side. What is this, Vietnam? Very cool, Jake. (laughs) Very cool, Marco. It was definitely like he was learning about the Vietnam War in history class the day before, and he was kind of only sort of paying attention. Yeah, it's like when I read that, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) Around this era, he watched Forrest Gump, and that's what he knows about (laughs) Vietnam. (laughs) <laughs> just figured it was like a big Lebowski thing where the guy's like, some Chinaman took my legs in Korea. <laughs> it's like, oh, Margaret, we just can't tell anybody apart. That's awful. <laughs> what is this? Vietnam? There are rules. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And so the <laughs> the yerk inside one of the Lyrans, like flipping out, getting scared. Yeah, because they're, the, they're about to die. Yeah, and one of the Lyrans is like, hey, just bite half my head off. <laughs> Listen, bite the squishy part of my brain. <laughs> what? <laughs> Come on, just do it. <laughs> and so Axe does, and the yerk gets ripped out. Yeah. Apparently, there's a part of the Lyran brain that is just useless. <laughs> it is the human appendix. Yeah. <laughs> Scientists say Lyrans only use 50% of their brain. <laughs> It's like, listen, this this Lyrian can no longer recognize his face, but <laughs> he, he can, he's, he's cool. Grow back. Yeah, this Lyrian only speaks in word salad now, but he's still giving you a thumbs up. It's yeah, fine. He can write out what he means. 
Like they have uh, half of their heads removed and they can still communicate psychically and read minds. Yeah. They're very smart. <laughs> They're so smart. <laughs> Me so dumb. It's like I'm trying to think of like if a uh, Lyran came to Earth, it's like, wait, you guys invented pointy sticks before jet skis? You guys are idiots. <laughs> You got us. <laughs> it took us years to invent the pointing stick. <laughs> you must be so peaceful. <laughs> so many wars have been fought over the best jet ski. <laughs> but as okay, nobody died. Because <laughs> we didn't invent the pointing stick yet. <laughs> One army falls asleep. The other army comes and takes their jet ski. And they just repeat that. <laughs> Oh God, Lyrans are fucking hilarious. <laughs> I, I love the font that they get too, because the oh, the underlined italic yeah. font, yeah, they get, they get special font. Um, so here, I want to read the part actually where they're they're happy about their brains being eaten. <laughs> the Yurks are positioned in the rear brain lobes. I said, bite them off. It will kill the Lyrans, Cassie said. No, a strange voice said, it will free us. <laughs> It was four of us against the three remaining Lyrans. It was short but brutal work. Four doomed Yurks writhed fatally out of place in the Lyran water. Oh, thank you, the Lyran said. It wasn't normal thought speak. It was deeper than that. Images, ideas that appeared in our minds that we then translated into words. You need medical help, Cassie said. Maybe I could demorph and... No, we will be fine. We can regenerate most of our body parts. It will take some time, <laughs> and we will be weak. But there are a couple caves nearby, and uh, we can rest and be safe. Uh, thank you, thank you. I've experienced some strange events, but four bright yellow Lyrans with half their heads removed actually thanking us was definitely one of the strangest. <laughs> I love them as this like dand- <laughs> uh, a race of dandy fops <laughs> who, just, like, who don't need brains. <laughs> We don't need brains. We're just going to go to the cave and get better. We're just going to drink some leaded wine. <laughs> you sound like Emily and Florence from Little Britain. That's how I'm reading the Lyrans now. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's where I'm at with them. See, I was just hearing like... <laughs> kind of but no, I like the dandy... We <laughs> are going to a cave. Yes. Yes, morph us. Take our water jets. As long as you stay away from other Lyrans, you will be safe from psychic probing. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, they get to some freaky nasty shit, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, you do not like to morph. Sentient creatures, you respect our freedom, but we offer you this freely. We have read what is in your what is in the mind of Axmili the Andalite. We know what he suspects, and we know that even among the Andalites there are traitors. So friends, carry our DNA and help free our people from the Yerex. I love them. I love them. <laughs> they they s- swim lazily backwards. <laughs> Goodbye. When you sound Scott- like somebody who showed up to Bilbo Baggins' birthday party <laughs> yes. alone. Yes, exactly. <laughs> All right, Floyd, you got to try that voice out and read the last line where Sky meet when where oh, Sky no. meets Sea. Your turn. <laughs> I can't do the rolling thing. I don't. Think oh, you that's don't have it. to. Just okay. try to sound as dandy and stupid as possible. Okay. Where sky meets sea, Andalite, human, and Lyran are joined as allies, each with our weaknesses. 
each with our strengths. I'll miss my jet ski. <laughs> I'll miss my pointy stick. <laughs> I love this for multiple reasons. What if, like, the Yerks that were in there were just, like, miserable the entire time? I'm tired of these fucking pops. And he's like, ooh, that tickles my brain, Yerk. Stop it. I quite like watching my own life. Maybe that's how he's able to, like, escape the Yerk hold. He's just like, no, kill me. Listen here, Yerk. One moment of weakness and I'll be speaking again. That or it's like the thing where when you hear an accent a lot, you start to like subconsciously pick it up. So oh, you're yeah. going to go infest a bunch of humans <laughs> who are going to start talking like these assholes. And then like thousands of years in the future, we'll have some like alien historians and linguists trying to figure out how this accent hop planets. <laughs> some dumb Lyrans with half a brain getting drunk in a cave. <laughs> Okay, so what actually happened here? They they acquire the Lyrans. <laughs> right, because they need to... There's a bunch of, you know, compromised Lyrans between here and Worm City. <laughs> yeah, the city of worms. Uh, Lots of they, worms in this book. Worms are cool. Mm. Who doesn't like worms? Not We've been into this. I don't like too worms. Too much protein. Way <laughs> yeah, too they'll much keep protein. You up. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I just having a hard night, get blasted on some worms. <laughs> Um, but like, so they need to get to the warm city to warn the general. So they need to morph into Lyrans. So they do that and they have an embarrassing experience. <laughs> yeah, where they all read each other's minds. Right. Cause like Lyrans are super psychic and it's hard to control, I guess, when you turn into a morph. Uh-huh. So they're like, uh, yeah, me, Cassie, uh, and, and, and Mark and Marco. Yeah. And Marco now know everything about each other now. Uh, it's, <laughs> It's quite embarrassing. <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, everything I think is a joke. And Cassie's like, yeah, me too. It's also joking. Yeah, we're all lying about <laughs> our emotions. <laughs> Which, you know, you get lost in a morph. You admit all your secrets to everybody you know. It's all a funny joke. Uh, so they shut their minds off from each other. They right. figure out how to do that. And then they start heading for the city of worms. It's quite beautiful. It looks like a upside-down Dairy Queen cone. <laughs> yeah. With a bunch of holes and Liren's pointing guns out the window. Also, I like... Remember, Axe is the, the narrator here. He describes it as a Dairy Queen cone. He does. <laughs> so he knows the joy of soft serve. <laughs> Softened I mean, serve. <laughs> Y'all have Dairy Queen up there in Nova Scotia? We do, yes. We, oh, we, we worship at the feet of the Dairy Queen. Great treats. Great time. DQ Grill and Chill. What's your Dairy Queen order? I know mine. I don't really go to Dairy Queen. That's fair. <laughs> we, got, we got in the car. We're having a good time. Let's go to Dairy I don't, Queen. I don't like ice cream. You seem like a generally healthy person and not a weird, <laughs> disgusting freak like us. So yeah, that makes that checks out. You get the water. I, <laughs> One small water, please. I ate an entire pizza before this podcast. Ooh. So. Yeah. It's because you're a runner, whole, though. It's because you, you're carbo loading. <laughs> Tyler, what are you getting? What do I get at a Dairy Queen? That's easy. Mm. It's either a root beer freeze or Smart. a cherry dipped sundae. Uh, immediately, uh, butterscotch dip cone, medium. Okay. And a hot dog. Because I like a good fast food hot dog. You can't find them anywhere else. You can get hot dogs at Dairy Queen? You can't. 
I don't know. She doesn't get a airplane. <laughs> let me let me change the inflection of that. You can't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we talked about Dairy Queen in the last one too. Listen, you only get one choice. Either get your your um, root beer freeze or um, you know socialized Medicare. <laughs> you only get one. <laughs> root beer freeze. <laughs> All right, there you go. That's why you live here. <laughs> And they get to the city of worms, which is like the Dairy Queen, and all the Lyrans just roll over because they've read their minds like, oh, yeah, just go see the boss. We know why you're here. Sup, Jake? I hope that rash goes away. Yeah. It's all so how does fun. this how does this mind-closing thing work then? Because they, sit, they just said on the last page that they closed their minds off. Well, I mean, they closed reading. it from each other, but I'm sure that they... I imagine they're just not good at it. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm like, sure the other Lyrans are like, yeah, we're in there. <laughs> like, you only closed off the one stupid valve that everyone goes for. I know the back door. It turns out it's in the butt. <laughs> oh. They're experienced probers. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Mm. That's it. Okay. 100%. Uh, so, I'm satisfied yeah, they know exactly. with that. They... they, they uh, create images in their minds with like big pointy arrows just like go <laughs> here which i thought was kind of cool <laughs> it's just like oh you think oh you know we're idiots it's like yeah. the mom the mom rats yeah. yeah they're like little mom rats <laughs> psychic mom rats i don't know what a mom rat is from um alice in wonderland yeah oh. jabberwocky oh. the mom rats out grave twas yeah. brillig and the slithy toves and that sounds like a Lyran poem now, the way that you guys voice them. Twas brillig. <laughs> Slightly tomes. Did Gyron gimble in the wave. All mimsy were the border groves and the momath out crib. That was perfect. All right. Thank God you. damn, I remember a lot more Jabberwocky yeah, yeah. than I thought. You do. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty attractive and smart. <laughs> I'm well read. <laughs> so they have big dumb go here idiot arrows. Yeah. And they they make it to Prince Galoot. Who's like, yeah, they, they told me about your situation. Um and you know, I'm cool with you humans morphine, so we're we're solid. I'm not York brained. Yeah. Um you know, and uh it's pretty straightforward from there, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, he's like, Look, we built a trap for the Yurks. We knew they'd come for the continent, so we did a suicide bomb. <laughs> Which by the way, the Yurks really should have thought this one through. Like <laughs> it's the only place they can land. Maybe check for a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, Andalites just sacrificing their own people to do a suicide bomb. That's very uh Do we want to talk about that? <laughs> well they thought it would go better. Hey. <laughs> yes. They thought they're like, oh well, you know, we're gonna have the school ship, the Aslan, come and like, you know, soften the blow a little bit. <laughs> right. Turns out that was not the case. Yeah. Well, that prince who drives the Aslan, he's like super good at killing Yurks. And he's so relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> Just chill. Never ever gonna let us. Never never gonna do a bad thing. Right. And they're like, nah, he sucked. It's it sounds like it's uh standard war is bad, but we need to do it kind of a move. Yeah. In Animorphs, you know. Uh-huh. And the captain's like, "Look, we know you're better at morphing, so go do that." <laughs> Which I, yeah, this like you got moves. <laughs> like help us. You're our last hope to blow up this planet. Floyd, how do you feel about the the plan of like let's send the teenagers, send the teenagers to blow up the planet? Yeah, I yeah. Think, think it's a great plan. <laughs> I mean, spoilers. Of all the it plans, works. <laughs> of all the plans in this book, it is the best plan. <laughs> It's there, much less dumb than let's suck some goop out of a guy and then try to <laughs> splat it into a usable form. Isn't that just getting pregnant and having a baby, though? Yeah. 
Let's get his goo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna suck goo out of you. <laughs> goo splatted <laughs> into a guy. <laughs> And turn it into something you. useful. <laughs> <laughs> this is bad. Don't like that. <laughs> no, I, I look at this, and it's perfectly in sync with what Andalites would do for a few different reasons. One, they send kids on missions a lot. Mm-hmm. And two, this captain knows that Axe has been giving humans the secret. So not only do the does Axe, does he send Axe off to sacrifice himself in honor... But the captain gets to be the guy who sent the traitor to fulfill honor. Mm. You're going dark with it. I didn't I'm, read that. I'm going dark with it. I thought of that. I was like, this guy is saying, go blow yourself up. One, because you're a traitor to Andalite society. And two, you need your honor back. Because mm. they're dickheads. They're fucking pieces of shit. <laughs> Does that read? I'm surprised that he doesn't just send the humans because you'd think he would want to preserve the Andalite. No, Tell like, you. well, Axe throws it. a power move here, and he says, like, oh, here's my prince, Jake. He does say Jake is the prince. <laughs> Which they immediately understand what's going on now, right? It's like, okay, no, I have to talk to Jake. And Jake's like, but- yeah, let's go blow it up. <laughs> cool, <laughs> He's dog. He's, like, immediately all in. Like, will I kill a bunch of Yerks? Hell yes. Yeah. I hate those guys. <laughs> he does try to take like, it back. I see why you like humans. They're pretty good at dying for us. <laughs> and so out they go without a guide. That that's the thing I would have maybe sent is like, can we get like one Liren to like show them where it's at? <laughs> yeah, they gave him directions to the bright hole. <laughs> Just send send the one Liren who set up the bomb. <laughs> Just go with them and help them out. You know, like oh, it's over there. <laughs> it does not happen. They have to go oh. find it on their own. Yeah. <laughs> Only nasty hole can go to the bright hole. <laughs> Only that nasty hole can. Go you got to line holes up, otherwise it doesn't work. <laughs> it's called cloacas. I know what it's called. I did the bird report. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the bird report. I'm very sorry. <laughs> um, so they head that way. Yeah. Cassie gets blipped out. Mm-hmm. Boop. They turn into bats. They're echolocated. So now it's just... Axe and Jake yeah. flying, echolocating, when they run into echolocating wall of snakes. Yeah, and and so like they're now in a position where like, all right, it's ride or die time. Jake, I love you, bro. I love you too, my friend Axe. Uh, don't call me Prince, by the way. Yeah, I'm the the Jake formerly known as Prince, which is a great joke. It's a, it's a pretty Always good funny. joke. It's Prince it's, jokes are the best ones. <laughs> the biggest the Prince joke. Yeah. Anybody got one? No, it's always that one joke. <laughs> It's always the, the it's the one prince joke. <laughs> There's only the one prince joke. We all know what that prince joke is. It's never like you know what my favorite prince thing is? What? And oh, the- him on the roller skates in the Batman belly shirt. You guys know what I'm talking about? It's very good. Google no, it. It's it is very, very good. good. No. I don't. Uh, it's so good. Um but like anyways, so it's just like they have a bad boys moment. Uh, me, me and Axe, bad boys for life. Let's go yep. this warm tunnel. Uh-huh. And then Jake immediately bounces. <laughs> yeah, he's like, blip. <laughs> this entire action scene is shot for shot. The part where they have to go set off the Omega-13 in Galaxy Quest. Yes, it is. There are no is. differences. There yep. are absolutely no differences between <laughs> what happens. Even the, like, the, the useless obstacle course with like things that come down and try to chomp you <laughs> why is there a tunnel of echolocating snakes i don't know why? what do they eat <laughs> right because remember this is a cave where nobody goes into and there's only lichen above them so it's yeah. like 
What do you worms eat? I guess they they eat the thermal thermal uh, flow or something. They eat energy or whatever. And apparently, like swimmy swimmy uh, frog people. Yeah. <laughs> or are they still hammerhead sharks in this point? I don't even know. Yeah. No, they're bats. They're bats. Yeah. They're flat. So yeah, they're not even in the water. Yeah. They're eating nothing. Yeah. They the axe gets to the big cylindrical bomb. It's a comically uh-huh. large bomb sitting in this cave. Has a big timer on yeah. it. <laughs> He has mor- it like an alarm clock tied to the top with wires coming <laughs> uh-huh. out of it. <laughs> he morphs back to Andalite. He he's like, okay. They said they'd arm it and do it in half an hour. That's when Horkbajur break through the ceiling, blasting away. And he's like, okay, make the bomb go off now. <laughs> Listen, uh, like they're gonna stop it. Just blow up the bomb. I'm cool with dying. Yeah, you, it's like, you know I'm cool with dying. I'm an Andalite. Yeah, it's like just blow it up. And Horkbajur's like, I'm gonna kill you, you son of a bitch. And he shoots him, but I, that's when Axe blips back. So this is my first time reading it, and I'm like, I wrote it on the notes. This is exactly what's going to happen in the sequence. <laughs> <laughs> of course he's going to have a heroic sacrifice that doesn't really end in a sacrifice, because yeah. they're all blipping out of existence. He gets a free escape, so of course they're going to use it. Yeah, and that's what happens. We don't know for sure if the Lyran homeworld is saved. It, it was. It probably is. Because, like... They, you know, it, it was. They, they're, it doesn't matter. They're back to being mosquitoes, and Axe is like, ooh, this is some delicious blood I'm sucking. <laughs> right? And then, but wait, there's a shadow coming down because our good friend George, uh, his brainstem is healed. Yeah. Uh, Harrison Aldershot third Esquire is awake, and he's like, nurse, this place is full of skeeters. And we all have a good laugh. Someone with a destroyed brainstem can definitely speak <laughs> and wake up. Here's my theory. They're all bad doctors. <laughs> They're all like just yerks. <laughs> just like, I don't know. This human's not moving. His brain has died. <laughs> no, he's knocked out. And then it's then it's back the next day, Axe dreaming about cinnamon rolls. Um, I... How do you feel about this book? Before I say my thing about this book, because like, this is the very end. It ends in cinnamon rolls, right? Yeah, he's, he's going back for more. He, he ends with a big, juicy cinnamon roll. I'm happy for him. Uh, Floyd, how do you feel about the end of this book? Well, they do that thing that uh, I know that you guys have talked about before, where it's almost like Catherine and Michael are Kathy feeling Apples, self-conscious. Yeah. <laughs> They're feeling self-conscious about how weird the book is, so that they, they just kind of call it out at the end. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so both Marco and Rachel kind of give these weird little recaps about how it's just another boring average day. Um, so that kind of was a cop-out for me. It's like, yeah, if you're going to be weird, just own it. If you're yeah. going to recreate the Galaxy... This was before Galaxy Quest, though, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. So Galaxy Quest actually ripped off Animorphs. It's true. And so did Deep Blue Sea. Um, um, There's nope, not gonna say it. It's gonna get too spoilery. (laughs) All right, I was gonna, but like, yeah, I hate that too. When because you can tell that they're self conscious because they wink at the camera. It's like, Mm. no, we 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 like these books. We like these stories. That's why we're reading them. You don't need to be like. That was a wacky adventure. <laughs> and, uh, and, like, yeah. No, the best books end on like them just being kids having closure. Like the book that ended with the hotel room when it's just the Animorphs watching TV. Yeah. They weren't mm. commenting on anything. It's like, oh, we just had a shitty adventure. Let's veg out on TV. Yeah, just like they're allowing themselves to be kids for a second. I think those are good endings. The like 
shock and awe of like we've done a terrible thing let's just kind of sit with that endings are good too <laughs> and sometimes uh, a dog comes and steals a computer out of your hand and drops it into the ocean <laughs> sometimes that happens it's true that's a good ending <laughs> but like this ending is like just you know axe is just like i'm glad i'm with friends the end which yeah nothing that was supposed to happen in this book happened no, no. none of it no, nothing <laughs> so they they didn't acquire the guy uh the guy, well, the guy actually may have then been infested by a yerk. He's better, but yeah. turns out the president is now yerk. Yeah. Yeah. The yerks know everything now. It's fine. Yeah. It's just absolutely fine. <laughs> All cops are yerks. Only the bad doctors are yerks. All presidents <laughs> are now yerks. <laughs> Everyone's yerks. <laughs> yeah, they didn't set off. Well, he may have set off the bomb, but we don't know. We get yanked out. No mm-hmm. idea. Didn't free the, all the Lyrans. They're, they're nothing cool. happened. Yeah, nothing what, happened. I mean, what is this other than just some character building for Axe? Did anything happen? It is. It is the, Did we like it? It's the same story as the Marco book with the Hammerhead Sharks, and that like mm-hmm. it it just let a big wet fart and did nothing. <laughs> uh, like because like there isn't even a character arc for Axe really so much. It just kind of wraps up. Like we get some like nice flavor text with Axe here and there of like oh he's getting a bit more of a personality, which is cool. Um, but like we don't get really like character growth. A little bit we do. Like we, we get his like we reaffirmed that he's an animorph, but that was kind of the other act story as well, wasn't it? Is we like, do find out that Andalites are probably all war criminals. Yes. Yeah, that's true. They love to do war crimes. Okay, yeah, that's, you're right. That's that, important. That, yeah, and I guess I'm just kind of being too down on this book. And I mean the book ends with I was an Andalite all alone, far, far from home, far from my own people, except that sometimes your own people are not just the ones who look like you. Sometimes the people who are your own can be very different from you. Okay. And I guess that's this is him embracing the family he's chosen, not the family he comes from. You, you're right. Like that, that message is a good message. That act stuff is good act stuff. The vehicle that carries Axe along on this journey is all over the place. <laughs> yeah, the wall of snakes, nasty hole, bright hole, city of worms, worms too much protein, and then fight on the McDonald's, and then we turn into seagulls, <laughs> and then here comes a coffee bird, and then we have to steal this guy's blood. <laughs> just, it just goes and goes and goes. I'm like, don't just have one story. You don't need to have five. Yeah, it's just pick the pick the one. It's like I turned. We had to turn to mosquitoes to check this thing out. Yeah, we have to suck some blood so we can make a blood puddle. Or like it didn't need to be mosquitoes. It could just be like um, we're suspicious about this one guy, so we decided to all turn into flies, and then we went to Z space and have that be the A plot, number one mm. only plot, <laughs> right? Uh, but no, they had to they had to have that first act just be cinnabuns crazy nonsense blood uh yeah this one i i liked i liked the axe parts i liked axe like having personality quirks yeah anytime axe was at war with himself between his dual identities that's when the book was really fun to read because the action scenes it's just the action scenes are just flap swoosh swarp they're yeah. sounds that's they don't do it for me i say once again uh, Jake has zero personality or does anything interesting yep. because same with Axe everyone defects else. Everyone and then else. he comes back. Everyone Nothing. else in this book is just like wet, like wet non-characters. The only one who had any was Tobias and that was like two lines in the book where he's like, hey, I know what it's like to suck. And even then it was kind of <laughs> wrong because it's just like, 
dad's here. Yeah. <laughs> right? he, he wasn't a kid. He was like, you know, showed up, said, how you doing, son? You're feeling bad about your day at school? <laughs> I mean, Tobias does do that from time to time, but it's just like, I guess like it's fine to focus on one character like that. That's fine. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But it. I mean, I think maybe I'm way doing way too much analysis. Uh, that's what we always do. <laughs> that is what but, this uh, is. Axe not really like nobody having a character in this book sort of fits in with who Axe is because he never really pays attention to other people anyway. He zones out in this book a lot and he's yeah. constantly in his own head up his own ass. So other people wouldn't really register as pe- I don't know. I don't know, maybe. Floyd, we'll we'll give you the parting shot on 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 this book. Yeah, send us home. Send send us <laughs> send us out. Uh I give it Three nasty holes out of six. Fuck. <laughs> I give it six nasty holes out of nine. Oh, man. I give it nine nasty holes out of 12. <laughs> no, like... It's it's better than the Marco Shark book. Yeah. Yes. It's What's the worst Animorphs book? Let's, let's rate... Is this in the worst three so far? I would say. Because, no. Like, I think the worst three for me are Megamorphs. Uh, Megamorphs number one. Which work the number next one? book we read is a Megamorphs. I'm looking forward to it. I'm literally uh, wearing a Megamorphs one shirt right now. Are yeah. you are you really? We gotta see the shirt. Oh my god. That's <laughs> amazing. The covers are cool. That's, <laughs> that's it's a good it's a good cover. That's such a good fucking shirt. God damn it. But um Well, I mean ultimately I think you know what this is to me? It reads as like stock Animorphs books. Right, like we're we're we settled in. We know the characters. We know mm-hmm. how these plots go. Um, it's time to to turn the Animorph print and press. Here Let's we go. have a funky adventure with weirdo kids and their space friend. Yeah, this is the X Files episode, Monster of the Week. You get a monster, it, he shows up, and he gets blasted. <laughs> it feels like there was some sort of like plot point starting to germinate that maybe they didn't yeah. know where they were going, so they wanted to establish not all Andalites are good. And Yerks are getting closer to being in control of all the scary government departments that they yep. can Absolutely. be in control. And, yeah. Okay, so there's progress in the, the main plot, I'd say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, yeah, I enjoyed it. Like, it, it wasn't bad. No, uh, it was. It, it was, was fun, engaging. It was engaging, is what it was. Like there, there are criticisms of it, definitely, especially when it comes to like the logistics of how shit works in this universe. Um, but it, it was, it was an entertaining read. Yeah, Six was, out of nine. It was definitely entertaining. <laughs> I, I for one, am thankful that it introduced us to the proper name of Andalite physiology with Nasty Hole. Yeah. It's, I'm not going to see it as anything else forever. Okay, so <laughs> how do we end this nasty, nasty hole? How we, do you end a nasty hole? <laughs> don't. Don't say that. We're, we're past it. How do you begin a nasty hole? <laughs> Yeah, but how do we end this podcast? Uh, we could all. Uh, <laughs> do you want to all recite the the death ritual again? We could do the death ritual. I think, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> let's do it as Lyrans. Let's do the death ritual as Lyrans. Okay. Oh, baby. Yeah. I think they'll like. <laughs> they just don't know what's happening there. <laughs> and now to send us home, we leave you with this from the Lyrans. I am the servant of the people. <laughs> I am the servant of my prince. I am the servant of honor. 
My life is not my own when the people have need of it. My life is given for the people, for my prince and for 